motherfuckers be taking to church. Killing off that weak shit, cause we came from the dirt. This is passion when we're rapping and clapping, you're getting murked. You entire shit, black shit, we be giving them work, yeah, that work. Niggas need to know we got that work. Niggas need to know we got that work. Niggas need to know we got that work. If a nigga hatin', nod to his grill If my hand cocked that, may his uncle write his will Maybe run up in his courts, nigga, bet that not a pill If he changin' in the booth, hit this man up with the steel Kick him gates down for them bills, Ace ain't got no chill See my past super ugly, like on Heidi fuck with Seal uh, Wifey think I'm crazy, shorty think I popped the pill Pop the pee out the front, just to tell that bitch I'm ill I said, baby, I just do it Call it, then we move it. Since I drop tools, everybody want the blueprint. Boy, y'all niggas stupid. Why you think we ruthless? See, if we drop tops, we ain't talking about no cooping. Got that Whoopi Goldberg, roll up, then it's over. Nigga, I'm the man, do a model on the sofa. Then that loud be potent. All my rap, she quoting. Slobbed on my knob, how you think I got her open? Nigga, praying for yeah. these motherfuckers, we take them to church. Killing off that weak shit, cause we came from the dirt. This is passion when we're rapping and clapping, you're getting murked. Sweet and tight shit, black shit, we be giving the word. Get that work, niggas need to know we got that work, niggas need to know we got that work, niggas need to know we got that work, niggas need to know. Hey, you niggas knocking at the wrong door. Yeah. But tell them I got a piece if they want war. Uh. Pull the pump back, back. Watch the gun clap like yeah. applause. Uh. And I don't think you niggas want an encore. See, I don't like to flex. Nah. I don't like to flex. Nah. But one phone call, my niggas coming with a text. See, I keep my hands clean. Leave that for the shooter. Another black boy with a mag and a ruger. Check my track record, I be running the scene. Getting high off a life, I ain't burning no. Green. Rob who nigga know I got a gun in my jeans huh? At King Ace will get you jacked in front of your queen Then glass in the head If you take me for a mug yeah. Then you moving like a snail yeah. When I hit you with that slug For yeah. that I would be in jail yeah. Like a nigga had no bars yeah. And they all chair Why? Cause we've gone so far we praying for these motherfuckers We take them to church Killing off that weak shit Cause we came from the dirt This is passion when we're rapping and clapping You're getting murked You entire shit Flash it We be giving them work Get out Work, niggas need to know we got that. Work, niggas need to know we got that. Work, niggas need to know we got that. Work, niggas need to know. That nigga, Nino with them killers. You can get a clip like you try to take a picture. Cause I'm sick of y'all niggas acting like y'all Richard. Branson with them hoes when a virgin wouldn't hit ya. Uh, this one for my niggas, free all of my niggas. Christian, that's my nigga, so you know that boy a hitter. Catch me cooling with them youngins. I'm like, boy, we run it. You would thought she late the way she screaming, now I'm coming. Uh, till she told me do it, so I'm finna do it. Lyrically, I'm fluent. Broke it, then I proved it. Most of y'all can rap. Please stop messing up the music. Boy, that make me mad. Line that you rap, homie. I don't rap. I just been on every track. Got Curtis in that gap. Put 50 in your back, nigga. Come pack, 'cause I'm out here with that Mac. If you aiming for my dogs, then I'm aiming for your cats. All right, what's up, guys? Robin Slim Show. That was uh, Ace Ruga. His song "Warning." We'll be talking to him later tonight at I believe uh, 7:30. I figured uh, after the after we talk to him, then then play the Tony Montana. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That's, I liked that a lot. Yeah, that song was amazing too. He's good. He's definitely got uh, skill. Uh, his lyrics are cool. 
I like yeah. it a lot. Uh, we got Dylan with us today. Hey, Matt up? with us again. Hey. I'm Slim. Rob's over there. Where's Pete? Did he flip on Dead Man's Curb? Or? <laughs> Did he flip on Dead Man's Curb? That, that gets a lot of people. Didn't he get our old friend? Oh, uh, Brandon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope Pete's all right. I, we haven't heard any update on him yet. Where is he? Uh, he's out with our buddy Hunter, who oh. came from uh, Ohio. Oh, okay. Because so. I thought you said Dead Man's Curb. No, I didn't say Dead Man's <laughs> Curb. Devil's Water Bottle? <laughs> Devil Tower or something? Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> Didn't the monster fucking... So what happened? What happened? Hey, wasn't there a, like a five-car pileup yesterday? Yeah. Oh, there was? No. Oh. No, 539, yeah. <laughs> Probably. I heard about it, yeah. So, I was talking to Christian last week. Or did you have anything to say first? No, I was really hanging out with Christian outside of a store. And some lady was on her cell phone asking whoever was on the other line about the original Pinocchio. And I was like, yes, Geppetto was a pedophile. And he loved when Pinocchio lied up his ass. And Christian was mortified that he was even with me at that point. But then me and Matt, a couple nights later, were talking about Disney. I was just saying. Pete oh, and I talked about this like a week ago, too. Really? Because he just watched it recently. He oh, said he got really high and watched it, but he said, yeah, it's Watch very Pinocchio. We Pinocchio. were just talking about how, in general, all the, the movies were. Very all their movies were fucked up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, Pinocchio. Old and man, little boy. Snow White. That's what we got into. Yeah, Snow White <laughs> living in the woods with seven little dwarves. Fucking midget porn, bro. <laughs> and their names, like, what would you be? What would Doc? Doc be like the experimental guy who like would be eating her out and like pop a finger in. And, like, yeah, he's like Papa Smurf. Yeah. <laughs> pop that's what I told you. Uh, that's why I, I had also mentioned that Dopey Yeah Probably packing some heat on him Yeah he was just uh, stupid With a real big hog Like a fucking <laughs> two liter type Who else is Bashful He probably uh, like getting fucked With a strap on or something <laughs> Right Grumpy We mentioned Grumpy Grumpy just hate grumpy. fucking Like donkey punches And choking And just spin on a bitch <laughs> Who else is Sneezy I, I think he was originally uh, Cummy But they fucking had to change that He, he probably came like a fucking He's fire hose like, Screamy <laughs> Yeah. What? Uh, what? <laughs> Sleepy. He just fucking. He was like a narcolept. Uh, he was the one that would. He would be the one that was like fuck you, and then just fall right asleep. Right Pass now. out like on you and shit. <laughs> it would be a real fucking problem. And then happy. He's fuck yeah, happy. <laughs> Who would you be? Smile all the time. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be sleepy. I could see that. Uh, all right. What about you? I'd probably, honestly, I'd probably actually be grumpy. I want to be grumpy. Oh, you can't be grumpy. Rob's grumpy. No, no, no. You can't be <laughs> grumpy. grumpy. I'll be Doc. No, I got to be grumpy. We'll both be grumpy. I would have to, I'd probably qualify for grumpy. <laughs> I feel like a little bit of a dopey, I think. <laughs> I had to pick myself as one. Got to have the big dick. <laughs> I, what think, a, I see him um, as like the dealer of the, of the group. <laughs> yeah. Dopey? Got to get the name somewhere. There was actually a story I had read a couple of months ago that they found like a child porn ring inside of Disney World, like the employees that work Ooh. for it. Like they said over the past couple of years, they've arrested like 30 people that work at Disney Land for it. Like, like, really? So weird, like, yeah. We use Disney like for our kids so they can watch you know programs and stuff. And then we find, like you just find out after the fact that you watch some fucked up stuff. You know, it's like. Yeah, well, what about all the hidden shit too? Like in Aladdin when, uh. Oh, yeah. He's, like, take your clothes off. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You and, never uh, hear this shit with the Looney Tunes, though. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Little Mermaid uh, co- cover. cover. Yeah, with the penis the in the background. I, yeah. I still have that on VHS. Yeah. We were talking about that, too. And, uh. Well, the smoke in Aladdin spells out sex, right, in one frame? That's, no, that uh, in, uh, that Lion was King. Lion King. Oh, Lion King. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
It's just it's <laughs> ridiculous that you watch these stuff and then you find out later like you gotta watch then you wonder why you're watching midget porn. Like <laughs> what the fuck? Like what happened? Or uh, Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. When, when you fuck her, like when she was sleeping, or take a selfie, like take a take a dump in her mouth, like a log poking some, out I or said, something. I said at least get some tip pics. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? At least pump right. them. Or like <laughs> another one would be like would be like Cinderella. Like, let's be honest here. Just beat the fuck out of your goddamn sisters. Like, if yeah. you're being a cunt, yeah. just give her a good old smack in the face. Get you know, an axe out or something, whatever bitch. you had at that time. You know, like, damn. <laughs> just bash your head in with the fucking slipper. I want to see him make a ghetto version of, of, of Cinderella. Because, like, when the sisters come in the end try to steal his girl. Wasn't there one called Cinderfella? <laughs> Let me Google that. It's a ghetto awful. version of Cinderella? No, I don't know if it's a ghetto version. I think it was just a guy version. A real manly guy version. <laughs> Cinderella. They did a movie with a black princess like a few it's years. It's coming ago, up. Right? It was in 1960. The, the, oh, there was uh, the Wiz too, which was like the Ghetto Wizard of Oz. Really? It was oh, wow. with black people in like the 70s or 80s. I had um, the Wiz. I hadn't even seen what was that one with the black princess with the princess. Oh, Peter. the one with the frog. It was horrible. Yeah, I hadn't even frog. seen that, but I heard. Oh, Cinderella was uh, Jerry Lewis. That's got to be funny. Oh wow. I had heard after they uh, they made it, like, like the black community was outraged by it. They're, they're outraged. never happy. They're, they're they're were outraged. Outraged. <laughs> they were outraged because they never had a black princess. They get a black princess and they're still fucking outraged. What do you want? What, what, what is, is next? Going to be was a she, gay? What was she not we stealing cars? What was going on? What was the issue? <laughs> Fuck. Did, we dis did you disaffect the mics and the board after that guy last week? No, I didn't. Fuck. You got any Lysol? Because <laughs> I don't want to catch nothing, bro. Yeah, because it's ninety-seven percent sure you're not going. Yeah, to. but I don't want to take that three fucking percent chance. <laughs> oh, was it ninety-nine percent sure? Because I thought he said like a hundred percent. No, sure it was like that he wouldn't. He was like, he was like ninety-seven or something like that. There was like three percent I remember. It was in ninety-seven or ninety-six. Either way, yeah. there was a chance it's, you could get it. It's like I don't want to take that fucking chance. Like, yeah, Michael Jackson was in the Wiz. Oh well, uh, that, that tells you. <laughs> was it made by Disney? Because that would make sense. I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to was find the song like, from it. There was a pretty what popular point in song. in his life was this? Was he still a dark-skinned man? Yeah, it was like in the middle. It was in the middle, <laughs> I think. Right. Um, I'm trying to find the song. There was like a real popular song from it. I don't know if this is. It. Let me just look it up on the tube. The YouTube. Crikey. Black Wizard of Oz. Huh? Yeah. What are they after? Like in Wizard I don't of know. Someone wants, uh, probably like someone wants a brain. A chain or something. Bitches and hoes. Or like a grill. One of them wants a 40. <laughs> a 40. <laughs> <laughs> I got a heart, but I need a gat. That's what I need. <laughs> I got uh, I got lectured by my oldest son yes, the other day. I was, it goes back to the time before when I talked to them. And William was on with me, my littler one. And uh, he's, all he would say is that he wanted to poop on the floor. <laughs> so finally, I just gave it. I'm like, all right, dude, look, you can only poop on the porch. You can't poop on the floor. So then the next time I was talking to the Mewen's like, don't say, don't say fresh things to uh, William. He gets in trouble. So all I could imagine was William just running around screaming that I said it was okay for him to poop on the porch. <laughs> 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 and uh, what happened? Uh, oh, then Ewan today, uh, I called me this morning. He had his first baby tooth fall out. That's pretty cool. I'm trying to find. Oh, he's imagine. on down the road. That was the big song from The Wiz. Mm. He's I can just on imagine down the road. your kids sitting on the porch just taking a fat shit. Taking a dump, bro. <laughs> you yeah. told them you can yeah. shit on the porch? Like a compromise? Like you yeah, that's like, yeah, you're still on a floor, but. Oh, there's an ad for a second. Is he like potty training right now? Or? 
No, no, they they're already trained. You just decided to be fun. Yeah, I thought it'd be a great idea, <laughs> and I can't blame him. Sounds fun. Was like he wants to try it, or he wants to shit there regularly. I didn't think he was just saying it to be a silly goose. <laughs> you get him like a litter box. <laughs> Down the road. This is the black version? This is the Black Wizard of Oz. It's called The Wiz. The song is called Ease On Down the Road. Down the road! This is the Yellow Brick Road? Oh, this is so bad. It's amazing. It's good, right? Yeah. Won't you carry nothing? I guess this is Michael. That sounds like he's already grabbing his balls. Oh, he's the, the, he's the scarecrow. The real challenge would have oh. been the Tin Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would have been the real challenge. I'm like uncomfortably hot right now. <laughs> yeah! Who played Dorothy? A Black Broad. <laughs> I don't know. Whoopi Goldberg. Made it to theaters <laughs> worldwide, right? This was. This was like a big production back then. Seventy-eight. Mm -hmm. what, uh, what classic rock album you can play along. I don't know. Did something. probably like the same time as the Jesus Christ Superstar. I never seen that piece of shit either. Oh, I've never yeah. seen that. I've seen bits and pieces of it because I used to be pretty religious, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was too. Uh, <laughs> do you remember? I grew up in Sunday school too, actually. Me too. Do you remember um, the Last Temptation of Christ? No. There was like early 80s and the churches were all against it. It was a fucked up, fucked up version of whatever the Jesus story. But he, like I think the he Passion fucked... of the Christ of that era, basically? No, Passion of the Christ was more like real. This was like just I've not even seen. I haven't even seen that, okay. the Passion um, of the Christ. But I heard it's just like two, I heard it's like two hours of just him getting tortured. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I heard that that's not even based on the Bible. I heard it was based on a nun's hallucinations while she was dying. That's what I heard anyway. But it is pretty close to the Bible. But... The Last Temptation of Christ, I think he had sex with Mary Magdalene or his mother in it. It was really fucked up. It was really fucking bizarre and just fucking weird, man. But cool. the, the they made the movie, whatever company it was, Amblin Entertainment, I think. Hmm. They did so shitty because nobody would see this movie. <laughs> so they put out, they were never going to put out E.T. E.T. was never going to be on uh, VHS. Really? Oh, well, they were like, we gotta release something. The only reason they put E.T. out on VHS that Christmas was to make the money that that other movie lost. Because I guess they sunk so much <laughs> money into that movie that it's so shitty that they had to recoup I really something. didn't even care for E.T., though. I, I've no. seen it. I've seen it. I just didn't care for it. I, mean, it's yeah. just didn't I haven't really, seen it in, like, 15 years, it. so it's hard didn't to It didn't really fancy me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't care but, for uh, it. All I remember from that is, like, the kid, the bike going over the moon. There's a bike, there's an alien, there. there's a little kid. Well, it's yeah. very memorable for me, I guess. I grew it's up a good movie, but it's kind of slow. Like, no. That's another thing. I grew up at a different period, though, so I mean, that's my time that came out was pretty old. Yeah. Yeah, I was a tot when that came out. Mm -hmm. It's a sweet little boy. So. Famously one of the worst video game oh, games ever. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, what was Atari that released it? Yeah, yeah we talked about that. I remember yeah. the day it came out, my friend Danny, his mom bought it for me. He's all excited. We went to the house. We started playing it like two minutes yeah. later. I watched like, a, what is this absurd. piece of shit? I watched, yeah. I watched a uh, documentary. When they on, dug it up, right? Uh, no, I watched a documentary on video games. And they had mentioned, uh, it was I guess released during the Christmas time. 
They thought it would be like a huge. That was like supposed to be the thing that was supposed to yeah. save Atari or make oh. Atari on the map, and it didn't do anything. <laughs> we watched a documentary because supposedly they were buried in the. They made like millions. A landfill. Yeah. Like yeah. 1% and they dug them up. Really? Yeah. Xbox, I think, paid for it. They got them in like a museum or something. Now I think, right? They're yeah. They got a couple of museums. Something like that. <laughs> so now I don't know if somebody stepped in dog shit or if my mic is just stinky because I smells like shit over here. I don't know. It might be me. I smell it just outside. Uh, Rob came out of the bathroom. The but that was just 20 minutes ago. I don't smell anything now. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe my mic's just stinky. That's <laughs> why I said to get the lights on. It's probably get that fucking gay guy put it in his asshole, bro. You didn't bro. get the mic, did you? I think I got the hiv mic. Uh-oh. I'll check uh, my shoes. I don't yeah, I'll check my shoes. I mean... Just like fetus shit on the bottom. I stomped the fetus out. You stomped the fetus out? How'd yeah, that go? I I stomped it out, Oh, I know I. Oh, oh, just rub it in the carpet. There you go. Oh. Cattle <laughs> eat it. Just rub it Whoopsie. in the carpet. It's probably out in the yard. It's probably the stray cats. Oh, yeah, I do smell now. He's walking past me, yeah. With, with all of, like, Rob's stories, I thought Rob, like, just after he took a shit, wiped his shitty hand all over my mic. <laughs> I would have. I would have just stuck it in my ass. Yeah. I would have even wiped. That's what they used to do, man. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they still do that in India, which I don't understand. It's like one... Piece of toilet paper, I think. What was that guy we watched? Uh, Wilbur. Uh, yeah. Sana Digital <laughs> gives a whole tutorial video. Of yeah, how to how to wipe your ass. One piece of toilet paper. They like they that? use uh water, like a little cup with water, and just mm. wash their asses out. It's gross. Well, I know in like France they all have like bidets. Yeah. Wash, which is I guess fine, I guess. I don't know. But like I've I've literally heard that in India, even like modern. India, they don't use they, toilet paper at all. They just like wipe with their hand and wash. And they got a yeah, yeah, and, so and like they got like a hole in the floor. Hand. There's not even a toilet bowl. Eat with the one hand, it's like a traditional thing there. Yup. Like, guys, it's like 2014. Get some toilet paper. Yeah, dude. I mean, I get you got traditions and stuff, but sometimes you gotta change tradition and start using <laughs> toilet paper. It's fucking gross. You guys want to talk about the uh, the wheat thin guy? Oh yeah, the new mascot of the wheat thins corporation, Nabis uh, Nabisco. I thought we were going to say that for the last, since it was probably the biggest story in there. But... All right, we'll say it for last. No, we won't. Now we already no, It's a teaser. Radio tease. Radio tease. Stay Mortal tuned for the uh, the Wheatson <laughs> kid. Coke and MDMA. Nice. What do you do? You got like a piece of dog shit? I guess yeah, it was just a uh, piece of dog shit I just scraped on whatever sidewalk you have cool. out there. Nice. <laughs> nice. car. <laughs> that would be unfortunate. That's fucked but, up, hey, dude. What happens. <laughs> what, uh... Are we doing that? <laughs> no, I figure we'll save it till later. So we what got else the, we uh, got? What else we got? We uh, what, uh, the I like this one here. Yeah, 90 pounds of cocaine. Trying to go to the uh, group to see. It's a little slow. It's 90 pounds of cocaine found on a cargo ship owned by anti-drug senator's family. I mean, this guy's kind of a baller, I gotta admit. He's an old bag of shit. Yeah, he's a total asshole. <laughs> Wait, but... so they were bringing it in for his family, or... I don't know. He's, well, he's uh, in the he, fucking business. 90 pounds of coke, man? That's dude. a lot of money. You know, that's not personal use. <laughs> it might be. He might not uh, He might just be a real problem, bro. <laughs> that would, it is probably medicinal. That's, that's what it comes down to. See, that's, yeah, it's probably for medicinal purposes only. Right? He can't, he can't go to work unless he's got that's like, a That's what's been like the problem or. with like, like every kind of government is. is like they are the these politicians, and it just shows right there. What about the war on drugs? Are just the most 
fucking crooked people you ever meet in your yeah. life. Like, it's pretty ballsy. He's out he's, there he's in front of, like, he's, he's saying to all of us <laughs> about, oh, we need to get rid of drugs. We need to stop the drug problem, drop the drug problem. And then this cocksucker mm. is bringing it into the goddamn ports himself. That's the thing. The like, war on drugs makes money for people who are importing it. drugs. It's a big, it's a big uh, moneymaker, even for busting them and all Legalized that shit, drugs, dude. all these criminals go out of business. Yep. That's yeah. what happens. That's why all the cops, all, all the fucking money they make off of uh, busts and mm -hmm. shit like that. It's just funny, too, because, like, like, in a smaller area, like, you get caught with, like, a dime bag. Like, an area like it, like we live in, like, Tucker, and you get caught with a dime oh, bag. Oh, you'll be in jail for, like, you'll, 10 years, You'll be in jail bro. for the rest of your life. But New York City, it's nothing, New bro. York City, they'll smoke it in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I lived in Philly, it was, I mean, not coke, really, but walking around, like, smoking a blunt, not a big deal. People sitting on their front porch. Smoking. Yeah, yup. Nobody really cares. The drugs are found in Ping Mei, which is a vessel operated by the blah, 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 Maritime Company, a uh, company owned by Mitch's in-laws, the Chow family. The connection was not only relevant because of the family connection, but also because the Chow family has often made large donations to his campaigns. So, that's Good. great. So he's funded by drug money. Well, yeah, running off drug money. <laughs> um, in fact, the Chow family had been funding, blah, 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 funding since the late 80s. Years later, in 93, McConnell married Elaine Chow and secured the Chow family as one of his primary sources for investments, a gift worth somewhere between 5 and $25 million from the family, uh, made him one of the richest senators in the country in 2008, who gives a shit, blah, blah, blah. It's a big gift, I, I love but, Yeah. The senator war on drugs is, a, is an insult. $200,000 a year salary or something like that, a senator? Like they do pretty good, but I think so. I know they do good. I know. I know when they when they like when they go into the office of presidency, they actually take a play cut. So yeah, yup. Yeah, they know. make all their money in gifts and illegal drug trafficking. I guess it, it says, <laughs> the, the war on drugs is an insult to the intelligence of the American people. There are mountains of evidence yeah, yeah. proving that uh, that the biggest importers of harmful, addictive, mind diminishing street drugs is the government. The, right. law, the drug laws that exist do not apply to the government agencies that bring these substances into our country. Plus, I know, like sometimes when they go to like when they go to other states and they stay like at a state, like say he's a senator from Utah and he goes to fucking like Chicago or something like that. I know, like they have they immunity, right? They when they stay in like those, like when they stay there, they get like free hotel or rooming and all yeah. that shit. So it's like. Mm. They're making all that money. Then you're giving them free rooming and stuff. Like they, yeah. what do they got to spend their fucking money you on? You get rich like, enough, people start giving you free stuff. That's how it works. We need free shit. Yeah. What about us? Like I need, I did a free room in Chicago, please. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go to Chicago, but <laughs> shitload of free drug money, free rooms, all good shit. Um, I love his face. I love how he just. <laughs> like, I just want to fuck it. I just want to fuck that mouth because it looks nice and soft, like he's, real comfortable. He's got the oopsie look on his face. Yeah. Oh, oopsie! Oh my gosh, shit! I got <laughs> Looks like he's got no teeth. Like just be a nice gum job. Well, while I was staying on uh, that 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 I guess the, uh, that area of um, thievery and stuff, I read that Andy Dick got arrested for stealing. A thousand dollar necklace from a guy he just met on the street. Oh, wow. Like it was just some guy. Dude, I love Andy him. Dick, bro. He, I guess he had been. He he made bail. He like mugged the guy. Basically. Of course. <laughs> I don't know what the exact story. He had just met the guy on the street, I guess, and just stole his thousand dollar necklace wow. and thought what he'd get it? away with it. Like I'm Andy Dick. He just story? like go up and punch him in the face <laughs> and take it. Like how did he? I hadn't read the whole story, <laughs> but I just I read that he did, made right. bail and he. I have it. What was it? A necklace? Yeah, necklace. It was rather funny when I read it. Though I was like. Andy Dick of all people. Stealing. Arrested for allegedly stealing a necklace. All right, I'm loading it now. 
what is, troubled what actor. It opens with troubled actor Andy Dick. When wasn't he troubled? He's always fucking funny though. I, they said like, they say that um movies people just couldn't stand working with him. They, there was one movie he made where they somebody got a restraining order. Really? He, he was just fucking like just go up and like hump like townspeople. Troubled actor Andy Dick has been arrested for grand theft after allegedly stealing a necklace. Um, he was riding his bike in Hollywood last week when he rode up to a man on the street and asked if he could see his chain. The man recognized him. Uh, I guess he just snagged it. He just snatched it. Rode off with a thousand dollar necklace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like, if you're like a famous like movie star and people know your face, you can't <laughs> mug people. Like, yeah, but you want to get in the news. You haven't been in there for a while. You're Andy <laughs> Dick. Well, it's like if know. Vince Vaughn yeah. came up to me and said, "Let me see your wallet," and then ran off, it's like, "Well, Vince Vaughn took my wallet." Well, he's <laughs> famous. I should totally give him this expensive thing that I had. And then he's like, "Wait, he's leaving." Andy like, can, Dick, can you do all the right things, bro. Like, Can you identify him? Have you seen any of his movies? <laughs> then you can oh. identify him. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you just be standing standing there like oh shocked, like, oh uh bye. It was <laughs> nice seeing you. I kinda wanted an autograph, but have fun with my wallet and my money and everything. Like, uh, it, well, <laughs> you can't rob someone if you're famous. First off, why you rob he could have done something else that if he really <laughs> needed a thousand dollars, he could have dressed up in like a monkey suit in front of a car store or something like that. He could have gotten in touch with that senator. Yeah. Yeah. And blew him, <laughs> blew him for coke or something, bro. <laughs> he could have did anything. But it's still sweet that he did it. Yeah, I think it's more just like that's how he spends his time. It would have yeah. been better if it was like uh, like worthless. Like if it was like a ten dollar fucking chain, oh, like something you got from like Kmart <laughs> or something out of a vending machine, <laughs> a Kmart like necklace. plastic or something, and a marble. <laughs> That'd be amazing. You want to uh, take a break here, or yeah, that sounds All right. good. All right, we'll guys. take a break. Uh, well, we can banter for a moment while I get a. Uh, a playlist going. Do we have All a right. phone number or something? Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I actually have it on the screen. Six zero nine eight nine one eight eight nine six. That's why I didn't know if it was up there. I was gonna uh, read it if if it wasn't up yet. I didn't know if you were just gonna put it in for uh, interviews. That's a good or... picture, of Andy Dick. It okay. is. He's he's he cute. Looks, I'd give him my necklace. It looks like he's doing good in life. It looks like he's yeah. pretty successful right now in life. He's got a hobby that you know he's <laughs> entertained. Where the fuck? Yeah, not a big loss. I used to have this thousand dollar necklace, but I gave it to Andy Dick. He got now a story he's, there, now right? He's famous. You know? He's probably, he's gonna get a thousand dollars. Who else would you rather be robbed by? I, I don't yeah. know. Andy Dick's cool. I mean, he's not really like top on my list, but yeah, no. He's I still pretty no. sweet. You know, if I have to get robbed by somebody, it's not a bad mm. choice. I'm gonna sound like an idiot, but I don't really know who Andy Dick is. You don't is that know Andy Dick? No, he's the guy in the picture, the blonde guy. Well, he had like a a show, right? It was like the Andy Dick show or something. Yeah, is he the? No, I'm thinking of Tom Green. I know him as a comedian. I don't know. I know him as a comedian. I know he was an old school. That old yeah, school. Oh, okay. yeah, he was the blowjob. Yeah, yeah okay. that's what I was thinking. The blowjob yeah, teacher. Yeah. All right, we ready? We are. All right, what's up, guys? We're back. Um, what did you you wanted to talk yeah, about? Yeah, uh, I wanted to. Um, <clears throat> I feel it's important. You know, it's something we need to talk about, I guess. Um, yesterday was Veterans Day. Okay. And I definitely feel that we need to take a second to say thank you to the vets. Um, I'm a vet myself, so... Um, Shout out but, to all veterinarians out there. Freedom but, wasn't free. <laughs> but, I, um, I, I mean, I say more to the, the... I know guys that came back, you know, missing arms and legs and... Mm. And eyes and every other goddamn yeah. thing possible, and it's those I think are the guys. Even if you don't, even if you don't, the shit you've gone through mentally is that. Yeah, I mean, I, did, I didn't do anything that's you know worth being noted for, I guess, really. Yeah. But um. But you put it on the line, you know. Um. You still serve for the country. They said that less present, than like one percent will 
raise their hand and take that oath and serve for the country. And I, do, I think we should. Do, I mean, I know America does an awesome job thanking us, and I know every vet I can ever met appreciates it. And I just want to say thank you to the vets because it's very and important. Whatever your political opinion is, yeah, whether you, yeah. exactly. Whether you're against the war, with the war, it doesn't. They're matter fighting what, for your opinion, for your you know, fucking uh, shitty without, opinion. Without these people, you know, putting it on the line, doing what they do, this show, any show, yeah. I mean, anything in America, you could just forget it. Yep. And that's what it pretty much comes down to. The reason why America has been, you know, one of the most Blessed. powerful, most, most one of the most powerful countries in the world. And, and again, we really, I, I guess I'm not a true vet because uh, I didn't go to Applebee's and get my free meal yesterday. My dad did twice. <laughs> lunch and dinner, bro. <laughs> lunch, lunch now, your dad is, is a true vet. What is that about? I've never even heard of that. I, well, apparently. Um, every year on Veterans Day. Every, every year, year on Veterans Day. I mean, there was a whole bunch. I heard like Wendy's had something too. Yeah. But I, um, I think I think they said Wawa gave out free iced teas and yeah, stuff. The coffee and donuts and coffee and donuts was. Yeah, just cool. they give out stuff to the vets and it's, it's really I, I appreciate. It. I didn't. Stuff that cops get every day, but yeah, I um, yeah. The cops don't get free meals. <laughs> I just appreciate. I just want to say thank you to the vets, whatever they served and wherever they served. Thank you. That's all I wanted to take my oh, second. Yeah. Definitely. And, and uh, say, whatever again, your political opinion is, uh, I got to give him props. Obama made a statement like a couple days ago saying, you know, it's time to end. The veteran homeless problem in America. Yeah, I, the, I had just read that um, Michelle Obama is fighting because um, female vets mm-hmm. are having a hard time okay, getting sure. back into the job force. They don't get as much, uh, and they don't get a, you know they don't get a lot of press or a lot of trouble or uh, should I say trouble. They get they don't get a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I've I didn't never I never really served with any female to be honest because it's less common for sure. Well, my my MOS never called for it. It was an all male MOS. So, right. but I did run across female officers and and soldiers, but it just wasn't very common. And women already got their own set of problems in the workforce. So, you know, so that on. But I just want to take some time and say thank you to the vets. Thank yeah. you for doing oh, what yeah. you did. Thank you, vets. Thank Thanks you, for... Matt. <laughs> thank you, Matt. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like you know, I you... said, I didn't do anything. I mean, thank you. It doesn't matter. Like, just enlisting <laughs> is a brave thing to do because I would never do that on too much of a no, pussy. Okay. So that's like... I always said if there was a draft, I would have went right to Canada. <laughs> yeah. But I saw my father with what he went through being a Vietnam vet. Like, he was in a... I never saw it happen, but he told me... I remember him coming home from parades in New York City as a kid and saying people were spitting at them and shit. Yeah, it's, disres- like, it's so unbelievably disrespectful. Yeah. Well, you know, I know, like, at the time, America did not support that war, but... Mm. I mean, let, let's be honest. Those men, whenever they ended things, that seen things that you would never see, or never want to see, never, never should dream, see, never should see, never dream of seeing. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> whatever you believed in or not, you should support them because yep. they just did something that you uh, you obviously couldn't have done. You know, like exactly. So that's something we need to really yeah, appreciate. Nothing but respect for the veterans it, out there and the and the soldiers that are still out there too. When it comes to that, like with the belief stuff, get mad at like the government, not the guys actually out there doing the work. Yeah, like the thing let about them is- off the hook. Like they're doing their job and they're doing it for what you know, for freedom and for what they're being told is the right cause. But the thing a lot of it know. is, is I, I knew guys in the army that they would just join because they had to support a family. I knew guys mm. in, mm-hmm. in the service they would just I'd have been a pencil pusher. You know what? We okay. are, you would have been the guys we made for because we made yeah. fun of people who made just would put sponges. Like I always told like when I enlisted. I always said if I was going to join any kind of armed forces, I'd want to be. I wanted to, you know, show for. I didn't want to be writing on a pe- writing with a pencil all day long. <laughs> you know, I wanted to show that I served, so I, you yeah. know, I picked a job that would be, be on the ground. not necessarily front lines, but I was in the combat. So. And what you did artillery? I did it? artillery, and I loved it. Every, nice. Every it's like missiles and shit, right? No, it's no. Uh, <laughs> cannons. <laughs> well, there is. I mean, there's there's a branch. You of just it. shoot nukes at people. Or is it, <laughs> it, it will. Well. 
is it is it it gets technical it, it gets it gets technical well, there's a lot of technicality with it like it's uh, all classified not necessarily classified. I mean, you could go on. Did YouTube. you pilot a giant robot? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Got one of those power armor suits. But um, it was you I, Iron Man. <laughs> I did enjoy my time in the service. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Um, everything I got to do and stuff, and opportunities and people I got to meet and things. And that's something that uh, I'll cherish until they put me in the ground. So cool, man. Well, then, thank you to the vets. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Matt. Um, speaking of the army, we do have this story. It says army drops use of term "negro" Why? in document because it's racist. No, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you know, that's the other. I don't know what the call someone who's photo negative. I don't black. Know. I just call them black guys, black and that's not even okay. That's not even fine. acceptable anymore. I, I, as a I white, know. weird, but I think black's got to be fine. It even says it right there. It, it, yeah, yeah, it says uh, that called the word an acceptable alternative to black or uh, oh, never mind. I read that black wrong. It says has dropped the term Negro from a policy document that called the word an acceptable alternative to black or African American. But African American isn't proper anymore. Either. I don't yeah. see. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't know what to call them anymore. I just yeah, that's why they say they don't want to be called that. I don't know what to like. I guess what they want us to do is just call them people <laughs> yeah but, but if you have a friend named rob who's white and a friend named rob is black you black, black rob. rob yeah yeah i had a friend and we call him black rob and honestly yeah. like if you live in like a mostly white area like like this and you know let's say you're telling someone predominantly friend, white area you gotta meet this guy over at, at the store you know describe him to me you gotta say he's black like, yeah gonna, what else are you telling the cops yeah, yeah i mean like a, a red shirt on he was wearing a hat yeah. Well, they yep. do that a, a lot in like college areas and stuff where they don't want you uh, racially profiling anymore. You have to say it was a tall, twenty-five-year-old male Slender, in a hoodie, tan man, <laughs> tan man. You know, like, you like, when you identify, the cops are gonna be like, "Is he white or black?" Or is, correction, is he Caucasian or black? <laughs> I think people have to embrace cultural and ethnic differences. Doesn't mean like you know. And then that's just like like with like. Someone needs to get offended. I guess if it. someone's Hispanic or Hispanic is two different things. I don't know. Spick, spicky. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't, know that. Span. <laughs> I didn't know that it was two different things. Hispanic and then Hispanic is just two different things. Oh, are you yeah. Sure? Are you sure it's not Hispanic I and like Latino? I always saw when you I know see them on the side of the road, there's like a spicknik. <laughs> you see them at the yeah, yeah. Was like on one the side of the highway and shit. One was like descended <laughs> from Spain and one wasn't. I guess. Oh, and I thought they all were. And it's like, why are you making such a technical Spanish difficulty, man? It's like, it's like. Jamaican and black, like you're just you're, you're black. Oh, you're way. Right, right, right? <laughs> fucking racist bands of shit. <laughs> yeah, so what happened? Uh, it said that the term appeared in a lengthy document called Army Command Policy, uh, covering personal standards and policies. A section on equal opportunity policy defined black or African-American as a person having origins at any of the black racial groups of Africa, mm. adding the terms such as Haitian or Negro can be used also. I thought they banned Negro. Well, it says the army, issued a, the army issued a statement saying it removed the term Negro Thursday as soon as they realized it was in the document. But Haitian is still um, okay. It did not say term. when the term first <laughs> appeared in the document, but it apparently has oh. many years ago. So somebody oh. was reading the document and they're like, we can't have that in here. What are we doing? Like, if they didn't even bring okay. attention to it, nobody <laughs> would have ever known. They just known. dug this thing up and they were like, well, we got to change this. <laughs> What are you doing, cat? Well, the army is oh. not racist. <laughs> no, never. Yeah, presumably there were at least a couple uh, black soldiers who complained. Their officers were calling them Negroes. And like when you get a black crayon, doesn't it say Negro on it? In Spanish. Ah, uh, the Spanish, yeah, yeah they Negro. do. Yeah. So Negro. did we Negro. change those two? 
Or noir. No, or they're still that. allowed. The Spicks are still allowed to be racist towards blacks. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, which is not the white people or they're, the they're army. half black. So yeah. They got <laughs> half the credit. <laughs> they're half white, they're half black, they stink. They're skunks. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. Like if you're not white, you're allowed to be racist. Tell yeah, yup. Well, that always freaks me out. That's it, yeah. It's like if you listen That's to rap, like, am I allowed to sing I mean, along to this song? Or if you're animated, if you're like the family guy or something. Was, or South Park, then you're allowed. That was right. just like a, a couple weeks ago, I was going down the street and I was listening to music in my car. And um, I happened to have the song My Nigga, My Nigga. Mm. And that came on. I love that song, bro. And uh, I, a group of black people walked by, and I, I just happened to turn down my radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have turned I it off. I would have left it. Turned it up. If I, I just, I, I did, I, I think I wasn't strapped. I didn't have a Teflon plate on. Have been a like, I'm, with I'm taking it back. <laughs> you know? Show my support to the brothers. Equality, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, like, I've talked to my black friends, and like, I'll tell them I love like two chains of shit, and they think that's fine. Like, I don't know. I turned that James and what was that one? Young Jeezy, I think. Well, you ever sing Young along Jeezy. in front of him? You ever, yeah. you ever sing along with the N word in front of him? Do you just like get required of that at that part? No, I've you know, never sometimes? done that. But it's like my and then it's like a black guy in the room. You're like, can I say it? I'm yeah. It's <laughs> in the I've song. Never I'm done just that, singing but... along. How does it work? <laughs> I probably would though. I don't know. I don't ever think I've ever called like I had black friends in the army. I don't think I've ever called them my nigga though. No, I was just afraid. Well, it's like if they call it to you, I think then you'd be allowed to. And then it's okay. Yeah, because yeah. I had a friend who was who Which was. Is weird. I had a friend who was Puerto Rican. He used to call me my nigga all the time. Like, yeah. Hey, you know because I was like, uh, <laughs> who was it? Um, Jose. Shaq was like that. Or uh, no, Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley. Said it. Yeah, he Charles said, Barkley. you know, I say it to my white friends and they say it to me. But if you say it to the wrong black guy, the next thing you know is you you'll be knocked out. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, you'll just wake up. You won't even know what happened. So now you got to get to know the guy first, yeah, I think and then know I think like, okay, he's gonna be okay with this. To. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little, a little uh, off topic, but sort of not. I was watching a documentary on the voice actors, and uh, John uh, Dimag- DiMaggio. DiMaggio was in it, and he actually does like a YouTube improv thing where they play black characters, and they have like two black guys and two white guys, and he's one of the white guys, and everybody was saying like, John DiMaggio does the best black guy. <laughs> he does an amazing black guy. He does guy. amazing voices. Bender. Bender is a god yeah, amongst... I. I Characters. Uh, Bender's like the best voice. Is that John DiMaggio? Best, yeah. yeah. I would love best to meet Bender. Um, I would voice. love to meet Bender. Yeah. Bender Rodriguez. I would, yes, Bender <laughs> Bender Rodriguez. I would hang out with him all the time. He, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Billy West actually said he tried out He's for cool Bender, too. and he was like, "I just did like a construction voice, like ah, I bend things," and they were just like, "No." <laughs> but you no, know, he does like most of the voices on that. He does Zoidberg, yeah. he does the yep. doctor, really? the, the old guy, Billy West. Yeah. It's great to see him do the voices like one. I like he does the Cheerios B too. I like Zoberg, Doctor Zoberg. Yeah, Zoberg. I do. I love his favorite. My favorite line of his was, uh, "I think they were they were taking that tonic." Or that rub to make them strong, and he's like, "I'm I'm strong as Hercules and flexible as Gumby. You can call me Gumbercules." <laughs> and that uh, that still cracks me up when I think of that shit. The way they came up with these voices too is just so fascinating. Like the way he came up with Zoidberg is he took two actors from like the '60s or something that had marble mouths, and he combined them into one, and that's how oh, he came up with it. That's and cool. like John, that, like kind of classic movie kind of style to him yeah mm. and then john uh dimaggio the way he came up with bender he was like so you know i took like the drunk guy at the end of the bar uh the just the aggressive drunk guy and then <laughs> and and the character that me and my friends used to make up that i forget what he called him he was like the meat selling guy or something and he's like yeah. and i combined all three and that's how i got bender nice bender's a classic uh, yeah. I, I don't mind a fry fries bender's uh my fry favorite line of bender's i think was the first episode when they were in a diner and uh 
I don't know. He's called somebody a jerk, and uh, Fry got all offended. And Better's like, no, everyone's a jerk. You, me, and this, this jerk. jerk. <laughs> Just a random guy walking by. I didn't know until recently. I mean, I, had, I hadn't really watched the show, to be honest. I, you know, I watched it every now and then. But so I would religiously yeah. watch it, I guess. I didn't know there was I never all- watched it originally. I just thought it was like a lame version. I know this Mac Roning made it as well, but I was thought it was just a lame version. Of I didn't know Simpsons. it was off the air. Yeah. I didn't know it was a couple years it was off the air. Yeah. I never yep. knew that. It was like, I think, two times that I actually, it was this weekend, and came um, back. Yeah, the Simpsons right. had a crossover with it. With that, wow! Yeah, we saw that, yeah. Yeah, I did see it. Was uh, it was all right? Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Is Futurama still on the air? Because I yeah, it, it's the, back and forth. It's first, like it will disappear for a year or two, and then it will come back. The first back. few seasons I've seen, and then there was the break, and I did the movies, and I saw yeah. the movies, but I haven't seen like the new stuff after the movies. Which mm. I don't know how many seasons they've done. I think it th- I think they're up to ten now. I think it was ten I seasons. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't I watched it since the original. The only reason I've watched it is Netflix. Is Netflix? Yeah, watch it on Netflix. Shout out to Netflix. <laughs> Netflix, world star. Sponsors. World star is cool too. What else happened in the news? Did we get any emails or uh, Macaulay Culkin articles? When's Ivy Blue Music coming on the show? When's Ivy Blue Music coming on the show? I love Ivy Blue. Yeah, I got this email from uh, this band called Ivy Blue Music, and they were they were acting like this is a big band, this huge get. Like, hurry up and book them now, or you're never gonna get an interview with them until like next summer. Yeah, because I mean, big band. They just dropped like five CDs, so you got to get them now. So I'm like, let me check out their music. This has been on SoundCloud for two months, and each song has like one play, and I'm pretty (laughs) sure it's us. (laughs) I think I was one of them. Last month, Um, one that came out two months ago. I think this one was blue. You want to do blue? Uh, yeah, sure. We'll just listen to this song, Blue, and I'm like, all right, they've got to be good. They're they're in demand. I won't be able to talk to them until the summer if I don't get them in December. So So let me check them out. Let me see how good they are. So far, so good, right? Like an '80s vibe. You like it, man? <laughs> it's good, right? Yeah, like he's singing into a tin can. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're actually sponsoring these guys. <laughs> we're gonna send them money. <laughs> We're gonna kickstart him. <laughs> We're gonna kickstart him. It does sound like Charlie Murder. That was a great game. Alright. Well, 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 one of the other songs has gotta be good because there's five of them, right? On that one CD, but there's five CDs as well. It looks like they have like. That, like you mentioned too, they dropped all five CDs the or same time. Maybe that was like a one, one CD was like an off, like. Experimental projects. So let's try this one, this red one. Let's do Love Kills, right? Yeah. Do that. We'll do Love Kills. Start at the beginning. Yeah, we'll hear that. We're starting right in the middle. Uh, (laughs) Oh, we ruined it. I know. That was the punchline. Fuck. Uh, Yeah. So we know it sucks. So try another. (laughs) Try another one. What about reality? Yeah. Yeah. Bittersweet. That's bittersweet. Okay. It's gotta be good. Gotta be bitter. And these guys, you're not gonna be able to book because they're blowing up, right? Oh, they're huge. They're on tour and shit. All right, that sounds okay. I mean, this song's got four plays, so this. When they're on tour, all four people will tour with them. Every member of the band time. It's all right so far. Honestly, they got the instruments. It's a really long intro. Yeah. Yeah. Is it maybe it's just music this one? That's why. No, it's no, okay. no. Look, it changes. Ready, ready. It's right here, right here. Here it comes, guys. Here it comes. Hush, little baby. 
Dude, I'm gonna sleep to this. Awesome. <laughs> Baby! Look, I'm adding to it. This is terrible. I'm making it better. He's gonna blow it up. You know, you gotta book that. We too gotta tell him to call him now. Like right now, we're talking to him. But you know what I love? Have a live performance on the show? Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be fucking awesome. This makes me feel good. Better. This actually makes me feel really good because these songs were on two months ago. They put them up. They got four plays. I put a show up on SoundCloud and get 20 views in like one fucking day. Look at that. Look Take at that, that, you fucking so asshole. Fuck you guys. We're not even on tour, you cunt. You can talk to us anytime. <laughs> They're on tour? Yeah, that's what uh, you're up. Where email up. Doing basement shows. Let me garages. check this. They're doing bars. What? It's actually bar mitzvahs. <laughs> bar mitzvahs. Okay. What, uh... This is bars see. for short. <clears throat> Ivy Blue. Okay, here we go. Let's read it. <laughs> Let's read this piece of shit email. Is it just like one guy? I don't know. That's what Ivy Blue about. are currently accepting interview opportunities to support their three recent albums, Reveal, World Magnetic, and Illusions, which released October 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. That's two but, three albums. But, for the record, bands out there, just once in yeah. a few months, it's fine. But yeah. due to an upcoming gig in Tahura and the rehearsal time required, the band will only be giving interviews until December Ooh, 5th, 2014. Exclusives. For these albums, and uh, if we can't get them in, you'll be waiting until late January, early February for uh, another chance to get that hold long. of them. Um, this is even if you've tried to book us before, we've rescheduled you, and you have received this email, blah, 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 attached all the info. And then there's just cool. their links and shit. We gotta get them, like, get next now, week. They, yeah, yeah, they gotta get, get them in there, man. I will book them. To get him in there. I do. I do, do want to know too if it's all just one guy or if that's like a whole band behind him. It sounds like I hope some, it's a whole. It's band. just one guy on his computer, probably. <laughs> like, he's like he has the mic. He's like reaching over with one hand, playing the, yeah. playing the piano. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think the guy's like singing voice is exactly where they need to be on the recordings. Oh, he's good. I don't. Uh. I don't hate the songwriting. You know, I really don't. And the instruments are not bad. The Lay piano, me down to sleep. But, they have a style, which I gotta admit, like not yeah, like, like shit, like a shit style, exactly. <laughs> style. I guess it's a genre, a steaming right? style, <laughs> a steaming pile of style. I've heard better music coming out of the bathroom. I've, in yeah, I've no. shit fucking better shit. Yeah. I've heard better, better music at the Weird Town Fire Hall. And that's <laughs> good. Yeah. I gotta crack a window. Yeah. It's hot in here. Not yeah. very often. Um. Oh, we used to have a scene around here. Weartown Fire Hall, unfortunately, mm -hmm. isn't the best thing we got. Probably. Well, I heard they're yeah. not they're not taking they're bands not anymore. anymore. Yeah, no. it's, I, I want to know what happened. Because <laughs> if they like stopped, something had to happen. Like yeah, that. it was an insurance thing. I have no idea. It was a fight. Who knows? Yeah, that's how it used to be at Frogger's. And then they closed Rock down and Robin happened. called in and told him to Yeah, stop <laughs> <laughs> he fucking hates her. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> what happened with Frogger's was they had to close down because like people were fighting. And I don't think I've ever been to that Frogger's place. What was Frogger's? Was it a skating ring? It was a skating rink. It was a skating rink. They had like shows, punk rock and hardcore shows. You're crazy. I've never been to it. It was good. It was a good venue back in the day. You would play out on the skating rink, literally out on the big open rink. Never been to it. It was cool. When I grew up, we would always go to the Tucker and Skate. Ice skating or roller skating? Roller skating. I used to love roller skating. We yeah. had this place called The Rink in uh, Hackensack, I think, we used to go to. It was fucking amazing. I love those the little games they would always always play where, like, the, the splat on the wall or whatever. Do you remember those? No, I don't. 
the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I just remember roller skating like a man. A not playing flat. flat. Is that when they push yeah. the retard against the wall? <laughs> and all punch them as they fucking skating by? <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, We're playing splat, splat, Slam. It's okay. You're, you're just part one, of the dude. game. It's like pin the tail on the donkey so the other retard would punch you. And then the other version was with your uncle behind the shed. <laughs> 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 I think I played a different version of that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uncle had a big splat. Yeah. <laughs> he was, what was that? Is that one of the Dopey? scenarios in that book which, you got? Your uncle you... likes to play this game sneezy. called Splat on the sneezy. Wall. Yeah. Your uncle is sneezy. I put, I put the roller blades on and uh, I just go like back. I tried to run from him in the shed, but it was like a really close Out quarter, so I never with uh, the, nice. with really with got away uncle. with the roller blades. He just put up some like trip <laughs> wire. Yeah. <laughs> he, just, he threw a banana peel on the ground and I tripped on it and then he fucked me in the ass. Um, <laughs> on that note, you want to take a break? We did a good 21 minutes. It wasn't good, but we uh, did 21 minutes. We did 21 minutes. <laughs> did a steaming pile of 21. 21? We, we did a I steaming pile of ivy blue. What's 10 plus 10, a is it? Steaming pile of style. Ah! What are you doing? Why do you keep attacking me? He's a stone cold killer, man. I love you. He's been in wars and everything. He's amazing. That is Mr. Biff Gunpowder. We gotta get an eye patch, give him some cigarettes. cigars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a bandana or a beret or something. <laughs> All right, guys, we're uh, we're gonna take a break. We'll we will be back. Okay, what's up, guys? We are back. Yo. And Rob's got a newspaper. It is. What's it from? Friday, November seventh. And I hate him as a player, but I love him as this guy. Hey, Rod. <laughs> he's evil. He's greedy, and he's the devil. <laughs> Peed on house, called hubby the N-word. Uh, I guess it's his cousin. He's got Why, a husband? Yeah, uh, cousin. Okay, hubby. His cousin uh, that was his drug dealer. Cool. Uh, wife of A-Rod's ex he drug dealer. He called him Negro? Called him a narcissist? <laughs> yeah. I mean, who hasn't called their dealer the N-word now and then? <laughs> Alex Rodriguez urinated on the wall of his cousin, of his cousin Yuri's home to send a message and mark his territory. <laughs> Cousin's wife told the Daily News how dogs do it. in an explosive interview oh, yeah. time at the couple's Miami home. Blah, blah, blah. Um, A-Rod treated Yuri uh, like a slave and often peppered him with the N-word, the wife said. He was, a, he was the guy, I guess, who sold him his steroids and shit. But as the guy lay dying in the hospital bed, he peed on his house. <laughs> they even have a picture where he pissed. Like, why would the guy just had to piss? But I love that. I mean, sometimes you gotta pee, you just gotta whip it out and go, you know? Yeah. No holding back, you never need to, you know what I mean? Who hasn't peed on the side? I think the A Rod. I pissed on my house a couple times. I mentioned it, I think, last week. He is definitely like the the Lindsay Lohan of the Yankees. What's that other one? Yeah, Amanda Bynes. Yeah, just this guy. This guy is just like. Twitter is awesome. I think I heard a report. Um, from uh, the GM of the Yankees, and he was like, this guy will never wear a Yankees uniform again. <laughs> and it's just, from day one, he was just, he was just never should have got picked up from them Fucking at all. Joe Torre hated him. Joe Torre in his book, The Yankee Years, has a whole chapter on how much of an asshole A-Rod is. Really? Yeah. Um, on the same subject as baseball, I had just read a report. I'm a Phillies fan. I watch the Yankees, but I'm a Phillies fan. Yeah. And I had just read a report that uh, they were going to trade Jimmy Rollins to the Mets. 
and Jimmy Rollins actually blocked it. He said he refused to play for the Mets, which I found absolutely hilarious. Yeah. but This, too, uh, I guess she never said anything while the husband was alive because he was paying the guy fucking ridiculous amounts of money. 75000 a year, I think it says, um, for all the, the steroids he was getting him and shit. Didn't you so, also, you well, what did he do to treat him like a slave, though? Does it, say, does it like specify that? Just I don't like, know. Maybe he just fucking grabbed just him go, and smacked <laughs> him around and shit. He also uh, said that... Uh, he buys steroids and go paint my house now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now fucking go... Go pick some cotton. Go pick some cotton. <laughs> he peed on the side of my wall next to the pool. He didn't ask to go to the bathroom. He just went outside and just pee right you there. You don't have to ask to pee on the side of somebody's house. <laughs> no, he, not at all. Well, he came over, cool. took his thing out, and he went right there. His I thing? Mean, what thing? His, his let's be honest. Uh, if, like, if, if baseball? His cell phone? If I want to my best friends, like, can I piss on your house? They're going to tell me no. Right. So why would you ask? Yeah, but, if you exactly. wa- but Matt, if you walked right into the house right now and you were like, yo, I pissed on your house, it'd be like, all right, man, that's cool. It's fine, whatever. <laughs> it's gonna, guess what? It's going to rain to be gone. It was going to happen eventually, <laughs> you know? Might as well be now. You know? Not you, someone else would have pissed on my house. That's pretty fucking awesome. I, I, it's just, I wait every week to see, see what A-Rod's going to do because it's yeah. absolutely hilarious. There's something, something's going to come up, not necessarily every week, but once a month or something. Something's going <laughs> to yeah, come up. Yeah, every know? couple months or so. <laughs> <laughs> The and they show the guy like dying. The slave thing's kind of weird. He's paying him seventy-five grand a year, Something and the like guy's that. dealing to him like, you don't traditionally pay slaves, and drug dealers <laughs> aren't known for like doing all that much work. So while we're on the subject of assholes, I had a great story I had to tell. Ooh. So um, it was uh, about a week or two ago. I uh, I was home. It was my one of my days off, and my mom had called me and said, "Hey, she didn't know what she was gonna do for dinner. So she said, just go to Acme and pick up some chicken.'" And I don't know if you've had Acme chicken, but it's... The fried chicken. Yeah, it's good. Dude. It's on yeah, point. fucking amazing. It's I on love point. it. It's yeah. definitely on point. So, of course, my fat ass was just ecstatic. It was like Christmas <laughs> for me. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, I got in the car and I was driving down to Acme, got to Acme or whatever, and um, I had pulled a number at the deli and, you know, I told them I wanted to get a, it was the eight-piece meal chicken, and they said, oh, well, we're waiting on chicken, which got me a little bit um, pissed off because the fact that there was like a fucking three pounds of chicken sitting there and they're like oh we're waiting for fresh chicken i was like just give me some of that and they're like no 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 we're waiting for fresh i was like all right whatever yeah. you look like a man that deserves fresh, fresh chicken, chicken. <laughs> i guess i guess they had they, they had noticed i was a vet and they said this guy needs fresh chicken yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh th- that was fun i was like you know what let me go i had to get some other stuff i wanted to get for myself and for the family so i went to go get like iced tea i want iced tea i think it was some juice um i think i got i think like apples and then uh I ended up getting some chips, and I was in the chip aisle, and my hands were full, loaded with all this stuff. I'm too stupid to grab a cart when I first walked in, yep. <laughs> so yeah. um, I, I had know. noticed there was a cart in the aisle. So I said, I looked left, I looked right, there was no one else in the aisle. Empty and the only, cart? Empty cart. And I was like, the only thing that was actually in the cart was one of those uh, little marshmallow Santa Clauses. You know, all like, right. Well, it's not oh, like yeah, the cart then. You but you don't need a cart for that. <laughs> but that was the only thing in the cart. It was like I don't see anybody. Did you throw it on the floor? So I didn't see anybody <laughs> there, and I just, you know, took all, put all my stuff in and try to walk off. I'm about halfway down this aisle, and a lady comes by me, and she says, uh, "Excuse me, sir, that's my cart." And I looked at her and I said, "Ma'am, I don't think it was." And she's like, "No, no, no, that was my cart. That was my cart." And I was like, "Ma'am, what was in the cart?" And she's like, "It was empty." I was like, "No, ma'am, there was definitely something in the cart." I'll give you a hint. It was a candy bar. If you could just tell me the candy bar, I'll give you the cart and walk away. And she's like, oh, I don't know what it was. It was a Snickers. And I was like, 
Oh. No, it wasn't a Snickers, ma'am. I, I, I don't. This was your car. She, she just you took a what, what happened is she was washing that car for an hour to see if it belonged to somebody, and then and, she realized you took it, and she's like, "Son of so a bitch!" I thought the situation was over. I'm walking away at the car. I told her pretty much to fuck off because it wasn't her cart. She couldn't yeah. even get the candy bar right. So I'm walking off, and I walk back towards the chicken area. About, I'm still waiting for chicken for about 15, 20 minutes. God damn. And this woman shows up with management <laughs> 15 minutes later. Now, this bitch could have got her shit, got a car, got her shit, and got the hell out of there. But she decided it was necessary to come over to me and make a big stink about a fucking cart. <laughs> so I told management, I said, look, if this is going to be a big fucking deal, I will give her this cart, go get wow. another cart from outside. What a cunt. And yeah. Go on with my life, and uh, that's what I eventually had to do: was go outside and get another cart. Wow! She would have done. It probably, I wouldn't have even. Done, I would not have even done that. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Kick me out? Yeah. I just didn't want to make a big stink. I would have fucking like middle of fucking acme. I would have like, caused shit. It probably took her longer to get management than it would have to oh, just yeah. get another and fucking probably, cart. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. That's my thing. Like, yeah. I was standing around for 15, 20 minutes waiting for this fucking chicken, and this bitch could have just got another fucking cart. And blurted up whatever crap she was gonna get and get the fuck out of the store. And I would have probably spit at her. I would have been I like, so mad. I, I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. This was a, a ridiculous thing that I've never, never witnessed. I would never would have imagined yeah. this, this stupid would have fucking happened. That is ridiculous. I've never had anything like that. Yeah, I was trying to think to see if I had anything, but I don't think I've ever had any well, like, issues. With what was management's opinion on it? Were they like on her side? I, like, I think they were just more baffled about did you the whole. Take the cart? They is. They, they just, wanted to he, he came up to me. Get it under control. Was a guy he came up to me like, "Can you deal with this crazy <laughs> bitch? <laughs> <laughs> we got work to do, man." They, they came up to me to like, "I gotta get the fresh chicken out." They came up to me and they asked, uh, uh, "Had I taken her cart?" And I just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Are you serious right now? <laughs> like, is this a big stink? I was like, it was an empty cart in the middle of a fucking aisle. And uh, I, he said, you know, she claimed it was her cart. And I said, you know, if this is going to be a big fucking deal, let me go outside and grab another cart. Just watch my shit. And they watched it. I grabbed another cart, threw my stuff in it, gave her the cart. And I left the candy bar in there for her. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so She'll she, remember uh, next time. Yeah. My question, though, is how good was that fresh chicken? Oh, um, <laughs> out of the eight pieces, so I ate so six. Clean. Nice. <laughs> I like to get that and the Hawaiian roll, the sweet Hawaiian bread with it. Yeah, it's we, so we good. normally used to get the um, four. Like you like get the four with it or something? I don't know Hawaiian what it is. It's just a sweet roll. It's a really cool. sweet bread, dude. I'm telling you, if you go to Acme, you pick them up, that dude. fucking shit. Put some butter on that. fried chicken. It's Woo. perfect. I'll tell you right Perfect compliment. Hawaiian bread. I'm getting a fat boy horny right now. Yeah. It's good shit. It goes against it goes against my religion to follow an ugly person. <laughs> what kind of religion do you follow? No, that's just Amanda Bynes' Twitter. <laughs> I'm just gonna start reading shit from Amanda Bynes. It's amazing. <laughs> if you don't like someone, regardless of who they are, you have every right to be rude to them. All right, that's true. You do. Yeah, that's yeah. not too bad. She just dyed her hair, guys. It's violet. Did she? Uh, <laughs> What's that story? She's uh, crazy, and I think I'd still fuck her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think I'd still fuck her. I wouldn't date in a relationship, but I'd toss her around a little bit. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was for a moment. Well, the headline is, Student performed solo sex act in police cell after stealing ambulance while high on drugs. It's amazing. That's perfect. That's it's perfect. Mad. Kids got mad ups. When I read solo sex acts, I thought he was like sucking his dick or something, but I, I guess it was he was like just... a one-man show kind of deal. <laughs> I, like I mentioned it before. It pretty much is. 
I mentioned before. I hope he. I hope <laughs> if he does end up going to jail, they throw him in a big jail, like one of those county jails or something. Oh yeah, like. Him. <laughs> so what are you in for? <laughs> what are you in for? Well, I was jerking off at a police cell and I stole an ambulance. I think I'll go down a little bit. Go what down is this first. bullshit? I gotta answer oh, questions no. to read the That's article. What I'm telling you, skip oh. survey. Ah, okay. Yeah, you gotta skip the survey. There we go. I'm trying to get your money somehow. You were He's a good-looking kid. Yeah, he ain't bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see. A university student has been charged amid claims he stole an ambulance and took it on a 13-mile joyride while oh, that's high not bad. on that's drugs. Like from, that's like from Tucker in a what, what? I don't know. That's a long. That's way to ballsy too to steal an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 15 minutes. I hope the uh, siren was going off the whole time. <laughs> it was, it was you just, have to put the siren on. Yeah. If it wasn't. The story before was he's playing GTA before and I guess got dared to do it or something. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> no, I'm just making the complaint. <laughs> <laughs> like, nice. Um, and then he pleasured himself in a police cell. Uh, let's see, Stefan uh, Swartland. 18 is said to have taken cocaine and MDMA. What's MDMA? Okay. Uh, at a Too Halloween good. party before taking the emergency vehicle and crashing it. Where did he find the ambulance? He probably pulled up to somebody's house that was like trying to get somebody that needed to get to a hospital. They come out with a guy on a, one of the fucking things. Some dude went to go like perform CPR and he's like, oh, I'm going to take this fucking ambulance right here. Yeah. They came out with the guy on the stretcher. ambulance trying to revive this guy. He's like, they left the keys. fucking amazing. It says, uh, the guy died. He took the emergency vehicle and crashed it. Uh, he's also accused, he's also accused of attacking police officers and performing a solo sex act while he was being held in custody. Um, why? Of course, you gotta like know, fucking masturbate after that. I just stole an ambulance car, crashed it, beat up a police officer. High on ecstasy. <laughs> I'm high on drugs. He was probably thinking about off. all the pussy he was gonna get out <laughs> yeah. there. Because if they release him, he is gonna be getting pussy like, like crazy. Link you can click on. Like if you it is a link you can click on. Performing a song. Oh yeah, click that. No. Let's. Why not? Because I'll get a virus. No, I got it. Yeah, gonna get a virus from the UK Mirror. That's like a newspaper. Oh, it just redirected to the same. Oh, to a different like, story. Oh, okay. to a different story. I like we the, did that story. I like the fan page for him on Facebook. This this the, that, was, that was the guy in Walmart who like fucked a stuffed animal in Walmart. And then put it back. Well, he put it back after he was done trying it. Out. Really, he was done. He put it back. I got it. <laughs> it was an ad on mine. Consider it. Police said paramedics were treating an intoxicated student for seizures while when the ambulance got stolen. The, the GPS system was tracked down uh, 15 miles away when officers found it in the middle of the road, heavily damaged. It appeared he had taken the vehicle before crashing into a sign, driving it the wrong way down a road, and bringing it to a halt after crossing a barrier. <laughs> He's amazing. Yeah, I love the fact, too, after that, like, he just got, a, got out of the ambulance truck and just continued moving on, I guess. He's in bail. Uh, his bail is set for $15,000. I would pay that bail for him. Yeah. <laughs> he, was shot, he was shot with a stun gun, it says, when he refused the commands. I like the fan page on Facebook for him, too. Fucking... Now, what's the story with the wheat then? That's what I'm trying to read. I think he had that. It's, it's in there. Yeah, it says what, well, above the picture, it says what he had on, and which... I'm interested in it says he was wearing a vest and that's all it says he was wearing. <laughs> oh, he was wearing a vest <laughs> and had a, had blanket, a blanket, cell phone, and a box of wheat thin cereal. With that's all he had. Okay, the fan page. Mm. So is he wearing a vest and he's got a blanket wrapped around him like he's a He's a public towel? figure. That's it's amazing. amazing. Yeah, he is. <laughs> public figure. <laughs> well, they switched so. He is an icon friends, to America. All our friends at home can watch this. Look at him. He's a sexy man. Uh, original wheat things. Well, let's Weak see. Things. That should be the new name. 
And it just says shit like, uh, Stefana was due to a parent court. And as Rob, Rob pointed that out, out before, like, anybody who says anything negative, they'll just repo- respond. The page responds with hater. <laughs> but people apparently love this guy. At least 276 people love this guy. Um, I really like the I picture of Wheat Thins and, like, the psychedelic background. It's really good marketing. I, I do have to say wheat though, wheat are fucking delicious. They like, are delicious. Uh, wheat thins yeah. Alex from Target. But we, you know, we all have <laughs> nights. <laughs> like, I work for Target. Got some viral marketing going on. Let's get some guys. Make sure you have the wheat thins on. You know, have a box of wheat thins. We on all have nights like that, I guess, where we just do stupid shit. And then, who hasn't that's what somebody said. But the thing about it is, is so this guy, yeah. he's gonna be able to like grow old, I guess, one day and. Uh, and tell his kid that I stole an ambulance and jerked off in a police cell. Yeah. And his kids will be like, well, my grandpa's pretty that's, fucking sweet. That's a story for the ages, bro. <laughs> it said when he was in the yeah. cell, he, when he was in the cell, he kicked a wall, stood on a bench, and masturbated. Fuck yeah. So. What else are you going to do, fuckers? <laughs> what else are you going to see in a hayride? <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the things it does say on there, we we all have nice that we'd rather forget, but what about you? Any Stefanj, uh Sortland moments you'd like to share? Let's prove the court. He isn't alone. Call... The number on the screen, 609-891-8896, and tell us your, uh, whatever the fuck this guy's name is. It's not like he hurt anybody. It didn't even say, like, when he crashed it or nothing. He just, he got high. I mean, yeah, he stole a fucking ambulance. He probably wasn't even speeding. Probably doing, like, two miles an hour. Maybe he was doing some of those rescue missions from GTA. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what it was, you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's it's got a picture of the vest down there, too, on the Facebook. I guess he had one of the EMT vests on. (laughs) That's great. You know, he was just... He, he was going to college to be an EMT, and, and he yeah wanted to, just wanted to check it out. He didn't want to wait for an internship. So yeah, exactly. The resume <laughs> yeah, he wanted to get a head start. Plus, those sirens. I like this also in in the on the page. Well, We're standing there. behind Stefan's uh, Sortland. Fun is not criminal. Like he was just out having fun. <laughs> yeah, he was <laughs> having fun, he had a buddies. Good time. Don't, he, don't, don't worry about was, the, He was at a Halloween party, and then he had his own after party. And there was nothing yeah. wrong with that. I thought this was America. What's going on? Was it with right? the, what he probably thought was the uh, ambulance. He mistaked it for a shagging wagon. Is that the vest he was wearing? Happened. He was just naked wearing that vest with a blanket wrapped around him. It's pretty good. Yeah, he's a good dude. He, uh, he knew he was getting in, too. <laughs> I love that picture. And there's the pumpkin throwing up in the background, a little police officer, a f- toy ambulance, and the weed thins. It's a portrait of all the things that went down that night. That's funny. Um... Yeah, so I was going through stories. I had found something else. This is kind of silly, but uh, it just says um, the Arizona State University Police Department is investigating a strange, vaguely threatening note left on a student's car. So a girl at a sorority house got this note left on her car. and it's this uh, note on screen? Yeah, I got it on screen right now. You want to read it, Dylan, or I'll uh, get it? Sure. Yeah, why not? All right. It says, oh, hey, or maybe it's just hey, your milk is not giving me the right kind of silkworm larva anymore. <laughs> And I'd like my fucking money back. I've been watching you from a safe distance, and gravity is a real thing. Ergo, see you Wednesday night. The end of nights. Love sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> but that was it. I just thought it was a silly note, but people are, like, freaking out about it. But, you know, it's not, I don't think it's creepy or anything. I think the kid was just being goofy. I mean, he it's signed it, love sandwich. Song. Yeah. You know, and it was probably, like, one of the girl's friends or something. I think the love sandwich part was they had sex, and he loved the sandwich after. (laughs) I thought he was just jerking off at a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Could be. Um, Yes, loved the sandwich. (laughs) The, uh, I mean, I can see why they're investigating this, because there's been, like, so many big shootings, and, like, 
Yeah. Like if they don't act on this sort of thing and then something happens. But who would report that? Like, who is he? I would just fucking crumble it up and drive away. <laughs> gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it wasn't well, really. Well, that's like I, like I had read that story that I told you about uh, New Orleans. They said they had, like. New Orleans. They had failed to investigate, like, over, like, it was, like. Oh. Over a thousand fucking sex act crimes or whatever. It's it was fine. Like, it's all Mardi Gras <laughs> down there. <laughs> it's like, how do you forget to do that? And it was only like a three month period that yeah. you forgot to do this. It's like, that's fuck that. it paper, paper you know, got it covered over. Like, you had a to do list. It was on the to do list, but we just didn't. Rapes aren't important down here. <laughs> They're allowed. <laughs> Decriminalized. <laughs> but then again, it's like New it's Orleans paradise. and Louisiana, and I've been down there, and it's like. I think the whole state has a total of 32 teeth. Yeah. And they just, they just share them, so. Yup. It's a that's backward good. state. It's just a backward state. <laughs> so. The only part of the U.S. that's below sea level, right? I think, yeah. I think I so. Think, I think, yeah. Yeah, that's why it got flooded or some you can't shit. can't be too smart to live down there, I mean. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I would never live in that area. It's only a swamp. It's a swamp, and then you got fucking gators all over the goddamn place. The only, yep. thing, you, the only thing you're good for is Mardi Gras. Yeah, Mardi Gras. That's and that's like, you get drunk there. for one day, and then you just make stupid decisions, and then... You can do titties. that any day. In their defense, yeah. they the probably fun. get drunk for more than <laughs> yeah. one day. You know you were fucked from the beginning because uh, Mardi Gras is a French fucking holiday, so... Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> You're fucked. Fat You're fucked from the beginning. <laughs> mm. Alright. I'm a party feeling, town. feeling another cup of coffee. I don't know. Really? Yeah. I don't have a cup of coffee to offer you. You can have my Red Bull. Mm. What was the deal with the, the Monster Energy? Is yeah, a, I was just going to ask if you want to talk. I, I had seen quick. a video. Um, oh. There's a video? Ooh. Yeah, it was a video. I don't know if you could pull it up. Oh, I like videos. Let's see. But uh, this lady had made a big fucking stink. Of course, she's like some church fucking guru nut. One of those crazy religious And people. they were like saying how it's the devil's drink. And like, I know some It of is. Them, it's a monster. I mean. Uh, right? Uh, it, monster. What would it be on a monster energy monster. religion, I guess? The devil? Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I they were saying it. like um, the M. I know an Arab. An Arab. Arab. I don't know how to say that. Um, but uh, each part of the M is a six. So it's six six six, and then like, um, if you if you notice in the that little slash claw symbol means six in Arabic. No, the the bottom here when the O, it's oh. a cross. Okay. And if you flip the cross upside down when you're drinking it, it's an um. Oh. I guess if you're like chugging it full on, like turn the. If you flip upside it upside down. down, it's supposed to mean like an antichrist thing, and. So is she gonna start like a group like those moms that were against like metal music or whatever? I don't know. I don't know. It's just like it's, moms it's people against who. Just yeah, I got it. You got it. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Yeah, just, just the ad was loading. Here we go. This is the bitch right here. There's a gap right here in the letter M. It's I gotta start it over. I think I jumped ahead. So you Look at your M closely. There's a gap right here in the letter M. It's never connected. So you go into Hebrew. The Hebrew. letter Vav Hebrew. is also <laughs> the number six. Short top, long tail. Short top, long tail. You could have here in Hebrew, 666. Six, six, Wait, the number five is a six, you said? <laughs> I don't know, she's fucking retarded. <laughs> what do you see in the O? Cross. She's at a convention, like doing a big okay. presentation. What has Christ got to do with an energy drink? No, that just let looks alone cool. the name Monster. So I thought, well, maybe this is a Who Christian gives a shit? Again. 
This woman had too much time. She was not getting fucked by her husband. And this is what happens. So fuck your wives. Just has a boring life. Did she say it's the F word? Yeah, because the big fucking So I know that's the F word. Okay. Now, do you know what a MILF is? Yes. Yeah, you're a MILF. Woo. MILFs dig it. And you will too. Yeah. What's this wrong with that? This is not a Christian company at all. So why would they have a <clears> cross <throat> on the can? Here is the message. Because it's upside down when you drink it. <laughs> yeah. Six, and the upside down six, cross. Six yeah. And then the Bible talks about the beast in Revelation. Uh oh. And look at monsters ad. Holy shit, guys! Show. She's right. You see these M's everywhere. Hats, t-shirts, bumper stickers. Is there another agenda? Tattoos. If God can use My ball sack. Yeah. So I, I can't listen to this. And look at it this way. Even if the M was not... That's what I was getting at. She is just a fucking idiot. Like I want to go to hell so I can rape Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I just, That's I, all I, I want to do. I, I look at it like... There's people like this that have this too much fucking free Would time. you burn your dick if you fucked Satan in the ass? No, there's only know. one way to find out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think I think Satan will let you. <laughs> yeah, she did. Like you were saying too. Yeah, she has that. way too much time on her hands that it's like you. You don't have anything better you can be doing. You can't go donate some money to like a charity well, or something. I know or there's go, like some liberal messaging and like marketing. Where is this happening? That's like I know like FedEx. If you look, like I would think between like one, two of the letters, there's an arrow pointing forward. Meaning, like, they're always moving forward. Right. So, I mean, there's some liminal messaging. But I don't think when they made Monster, they were like, oh, let's make a 666. And then we let's no. do this. They let's wanted to make it look cool. They probably hired some, like, you know, young aspiring artist. And he had a bunch of different designs. Just and it's like, this one's really cool. Yeah. So, he happened to be a Satanist. <laughs> he happened to worship the devil. <laughs> he doesn't. Look, honestly, if someone wants to worship Satan on their own time... I'm fine what I don't understand was so even if you do like so when you slap Satan all over something it's now like it's automatically evil like it's yeah, gonna make you yeah what if I'm go offended by you like worshipping God I've always said like I said uh, just cause it's more mainstream I think I mentioned it last week that religion to me is like a dick it's cool you have something but just don't put it in my face <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> you know I, I don't care what you believe in I don't you know what I mean yeah. whether you believe in something or you don't believe in anything it's like it's not important to me. Yeah, people like you know this bitch, I mean? they just piss me off. And the thing so about much. it is that there's like wars, thousands and thousands of wars all over the fucking world, and it's because like religion, religion or what we believe in is heaven. Yeah, how many and wars like, have been fought in the name of Satan? Like, let's be honest. Not enough. Like, <laughs> not enough. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> it's like we're all fighting for a different paradise, but we don't realize paradise is the same fucking thing to all of us. You know what I mean? So. Throughout history, the armies have gone around and killed millions. At least Look at the fucking crusades. The crusades yeah. are just a straight... That's all many, it was. How many crusades were there? At one point, they were selling children over there. Like, how far are we going to go with this shit? You know, Meanwhile, like, the Satanists never raised an army and went around killing people. That's a I very mean, good point. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm taking sides one way or the other, but... But then there's also those fucked up... Stones, those fucked opinion. up... Robin Slim, side with Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Call us now. Hashtag Team Satan. Side with Satan. Team Satan. But then there's also those fuck the Messiah. Like those. Like those. Hashtag Team Satan. There's those fuck trending. Think about it. Like Jim Jeffrey says, you've done bad all your life. You've lied. You fucking. You know. You've stolen. You're, you're Satan's boy. He's not gonna fuck with you when you go to hell. He's gonna take care of you. Yeah. He's gonna be like, yo. Yeah, that was awesome when you fucked up with that woman, man. Yeah. You fucked her over when you fucked her in the bed <laughs> and left. That was fucking dope. That was what we wanted. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, yeah, I was watching that. <laughs> you were mentioning earlier, too, how, like, you don't care, like, what you believe that, you know, you don't, don't have to be super strong on either side. And there are people who are atheists and are just, like, 
even just as cunty as like some of these. Oh, exactly. Really yeah, most of them are. Most of them are. But I think right. I, like there's places. also people like um in the west. Was that west best west Baptist. Baptist Church? Oh my God, those guys. Yeah. yeah. I, Love those Shirley guys. Phelps Roper. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys? Or, or like the the guys? What's, what's that group that are like Mormons? Is it? Like, I, well, they like they're they're a cult. If you ask any like Christian, they'll tell you that Mormons are cult. They're like they were like. Is, is that the ones that like their too. book was found in like the early 1900s or something like that? They did an episode, of South a very Park famous South Park episode. Yeah, <laughs> dum 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 dum. <laughs> it's like religion just in general is just a fucking stupid subject. This so where do you mean, stand though? You just don't really believe in it. Well, or? I was born and raised Catholic. Okay, but I mean after my journeys throughout life. I would have to say I don't know what I am anymore because I I mean I know there's gotta be something out there, mm-hmm. but it's just I don't I don't like, like the way I look at it is he if there is a God he's killing two year old babies and he's like oh well those babies go straight to heaven that's great <laughs> but let's yeah. be honest he's killing babies <laughs> and if I pray and he's killing a two year old baby and I've done some fucked up shit in my life what's the likelihood he's gonna save me and not that two year old kid if he's not gonna save the two year old kid he's not gonna he's save gonna my save fucking him. ass. Yeah. So I, the way I look at it is, is there's got to be something out there, and and the, I don't know what it is. It could be an alien. It could be God. It could be whatever. But I I think I lead more. To, I'm hoping more towards a reincarnation. Is true. That's why I'm. Really yeah, I've always been kind of a fan of the reincarnation theory. Yeah, yeah. It's a really hard thing to imagine, though. Like yeah. If you, if you try to think of not existing, it's like it's it's impossible. hard to yeah, it's really really yeah. hard to comprehend. So, For me, at least, like, I just can't. So what would you believe in then, Rob? Do? Internal nothingness, apparently. <laughs> what you do? Just be a fucking floating thing with no dick. <laughs> <laughs> just like you rot. Just like you rot in the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. You fucking feed trees. I think the. Shit. I think I had I mentioned to someone Bugs. if when, got, I, uh, when I do go, I want to go off in a... had it right. Yeah. <laughs> I said when I do go, I want to go off in an artillery show. Like, I want them to fill an artillery show with my... I'll be cremated. ...and just shoot me off somewhere. Off into the ocean or whatever. Cool. That would be neat. I wonder if they're gonna do space burials by the time we get old and die. They Just should. like launch you off into space, mm. shoot you into the sun. That would be pretty dope. That'd be my plan. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be ridiculously it's expensive. Like when they used though. to put people off mm. the sea, they would just put them on a boat and just push them out into the ocean. Now we just drop you in the ocean, like 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 the mafia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like hundred feet offshore, we just tie tie something heavy around your ankles. You'll so. feed the fish. What do you believe mm-hmm. in, Sam? What's your take on religion? I'm kind of just in the middle. I don't really, you know, believe anything. I just, I, I had the perspective that anything could be possible, so whatever. I'm just going to live my life, enjoy as much as I can, and I'm not going to live it like, oh, I have to do all these things right so that I end up in this place or so I don't end up in that the place. The thing about it's it just... is, is, like, they say you start off a sinner, so might as well just finished off a sinner. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I started I, off a sinner, might as well end a sinner. Like, yep. I don't think you should run your life based on something that there's really no real evidence well, of it, whether it's true or not. Yeah, like, and I know, like, if you get into the... um. Like, if you get into, like, really, like, um, controversial parts of it, like, people say, like, religions are just used to keep people in line. Like, that's what they're mm-hmm. all there for. Like, if you look right. at, like, a lot of the religions, they all have guidelines that, like, oh, you shouldn't steal, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. It, it's a good point, though. Not, mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, like, it does help people. Like, there's definitely people out there who can read the Bible, and it does put them on a good path. But, you know, a lot of us, you don't need that. You should sure. know how to be a good person or yeah. what you want to do with your life you should well, be guys some things, people do most of those yeah. things are reinforced so. like in your early childhood anyway yeah like, like and you take a, you take your brother's fucking toys your mom whoops the fucking said don't do that shit and you learn you don't do that shit so but i'm not like against religion because it does help people and it's it's just like an, anything it could be great and it could be evil it's you know yeah. so it's whatever but on that note i think we're going to uh take a break here we got 
a surprise interview uh, at 7.30, so we will be back. That's good. I like it. I like the. Were the police coming for you in that, Frankie? This is a good guy. Motherfucker, I passed out on the dance floor and bashed my head in because my teeth got so low. Let's just uh, let's go over this again. Oh wait, someone's randomly playing here. So what we just listened to was a song from our good friend uh, Frankie Two Steaks, um, and you made that song because of uh, Nicholas Snow. You wanted him Thanks to do it with you. I want to spread it. I want to spread AIDS <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Frankie, it's not right to to spread AIDS. Uh, but, uh, That's not a good AIDS thing. is like isn't it like a, like a, it's like a '90s or early '80s disease. I mean, no one cares about that anymore, right? Uh, it's not cool, but I still think it is. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm going without the medicine because I'm doing the early '80s shit. <laughs> I'm old school. Well, maybe you should reach out with um, Michael, or not Michael, uh, Magic Johnson. He got cured of it, so I mean, maybe you should reach out to him. Oh uh, yeah, the blacks they're immune to it. <laughs> They've had it for so long in Africa, so. I like it. I like the song. I think it's better. Than yeah, Frankie, Michelle. I did think that was uh that was good. Um, we're gonna have to listen to Nicholas's again though because his was also good, and I'm very ashamed that not ashamed but upset that you know you contact him and he turned you down. I think you guys would have did a great song together. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll reach out to Nicholas Snow myself. I'll reach around, motherfucker. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Yeah, I'll fucking work the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Will you lick the balls too, Frankie? Of course, drink the gravy. Frank, <laughs> 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 oh, did you le- did you learn all this in the jails? Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell us that rape story, Frankie. Yeah, I got raped. What do you do, cocksucker? <laughs> <laughs> but how did it happen? Were you just an asshole to everybody, uh, or? I was bent over, crying that <laughs> I was in jail and guys just went in there, bro. <laughs> so you're crying no pants on at all? It was a no pants dance off. <laughs> <laughs> I lost. Oh, uh, that's not a good feeling. I can see why you'd be crying about it. But Frankie, oh. who did you? Say? You said you did, you did that song with Flo Rider, and who was the other guy? T Pain. T Pain. Yeah. What was it like hanging out with those dudes? None of your business. (laughs) 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 Do I got to stay on for a half an hour? (laughs) We got nothing else. I kind of got shit to do. The cops are coming. Uh, All right. Yeah, Frankie, you can go. I'm going to play your song uh, one more time and maybe play a little bit of uh, Nicholas's song again. Play it 12 more times. 12 more times? (laughs) I might have to do that. Uh, uh, Once again, what, what was... What what were you trying to accomplish with that? Uh, AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> and jerking off. Do you want to plug anything before you go? Or? Yeah, can we expect an Plus album coming out? Plus some asshole. I want to plug it. <laughs> you with my meat tip. Frankie, we're all very big fans of you. you got to keep listening to the show. You're a good fan. I know. Hey, we can't wait to hear the next song. Honestly, is there an album coming out? Can we expect an album in the future? There might be. There's he's he did a rap song with a a, a rap battle once back in the day. So yeah, that was another guy. Yeah, that was another guy. <laughs> Jay Sizzle. Jay Sizzle. Who must have just been terrified of you because he he never uh, 
never got back or anything. We're no, confident. that bitch knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frankie. You Yo, die roll. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, buddy. We're going to play your song one more time here. Fuck you, too. <laughs> Go suck a cock. <laughs> T-cells got low. Frankie Tube Stakes. Nope. FTS, motherfuckers. Did I yeah, we actually, you missed it. We did get a call from uh, our good fan, Frankie Toothstakes, and what oh, you're uh, hearing right now is this new I song he did. I sweatpants with the jizz on the ass. <laughs> I turn around and give my little dick a slap. Next thing you know, I hit the flow. He says, low, 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 low. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. I like it. I love it. Always got a, uh, he's already working with uh, what was it, T-Pain and yeah, uh, Flo, Flo, yeah. He's wow. A, he's got a future in the business, I guess. That's good. You know? Good for him. He's going places. He went from getting raped in jail to working with T-Pain. Nice. That's what usually happens, I heard. I think that's how it works. In the industry, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, cat. <laughs> you get shot, you get stabbed, you get raped. Raped and then a uh, fucking hit single out. Mm -hmm. you look, look at 50, you got shot nine times and look at him now. Yeah. <laughs> I still think I like this a little better than Frankie's though. I don't know. This was uh, god awful. I don't know. Wow. This this is the power to be strong by uh, by our good friend. Homo queersicle. Nicholas Snow. Entertainment. Like I was telling Frankie, I mean, I don't like if he had Nicholas Snow doing some backup for him, it would have been amazing. And your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Homer Simpson when you need him, you know what I mean? I know. Alright, enough of this shit. No, keep going. Yeah. I'm gonna get my coffee. I, I never understand. What is it have to do with AIDS? Everything. That was an explosion of AIDS. Yeah, he had mentioned, yeah. It. He had mentioned it on the show. He had mentioned it that like you're less likely with the treatment, but you're still likely of getting it. It's like, yeah, especially when you fucking donkey. And if you. <laughs> That's good, I like the lasers. It's a good production. I nigh. I What if we do like, what if we combine the two songs? Motherfucker. Are you ready to do? Uh. 
I like it, it kinda like it's, it harmonizes, right? Wow. His song is six minutes long. Frankie's? No, this guy. His what? song is six minutes. Yeah, no, no more. No mods. I can't do six minutes. I can't do six minutes. You can do six. That's what it was. A minute for every dick. A minute for every dick. Every AIDS dick he took, he made a fucking minute for it, his song. I don't know what he was thinking when he made that. It's just god awful. I know what he was thinking. I am gay. <laughs> How many views does this have on YouTube? I hope probably not. a lot of. Knows the power to be strong. There's a lot of gays out there, so a lot of fags. It has six thousand seven hundred fourteen. Not even close to his podcast downloads. Uh, yeah, what happened to fifty thousand? Uh, reminded us several times that he gets like ten million downloads a day on his. Oh my god! Podcast. He plugged that thing like four. Right, times. he did. Right. Like, <laughs> my podcast, yeah. I got a million a day. I think it was like any time he felt a little offended, he just started throwing in his numbers, like trying to rub it in. It was like it, it was like he was trying to sell us a car. Like when you know when you ever go buy a car, the guy's always like they throw this, they just throw numbers at you and you're like, well, there's a lot of numbers going on here. And you get confused, and that's what he was doing for us. <laughs> he stunk. He's got 49 likes, only one dislike. The people have spoken. I thought 50,000 were out there. That's what he They're told coming. us. Yeah. Oh. Fucking nigger, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. Uh, what happened? Uh, well, 6,000 is close uh, to 50,000. I wore my baggy sweatpants with the gist stains on the ass. I turned around and give my little dick a slap. <laughs> Next thing you know, I hit the flow. He just got low, 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 low. <laughs> <laughs> Recoup. Recoup. From this <laughs> from awful that. All right, guys, uh, we're going to take a break. We will be back. <laughs> All right. So, guys, we're back. We're waiting for a call from uh, Ace Ruga. I want to play a song real quick. Uh, it's called Tony Montana. I nigh. That's good. This song is great. All I have in this world is my boss and my word, and I don't break them for no one. I got goons like Montana, 
guns like Montana. Click, got a banana. Take niggas down like Montana. In a foreign whip, you can call me Tony Montana. The world is ours like Montana. Got goons like Montana. Guns like Montana. Clip, got a banana. Take niggas down like Montana. In a foreign whip, you can call me Tony Montana. The world is ours like Montana. See that pen that pad made everything clear. Run up on chest, I'm yelling out clear. Aaron niggas better Roger that. Old girl on the D like a Dodgers cat. HBM hound pack, you straight nigga. South Wolf, fuck boy, you ain't safe nigga. From the place where 788 nigga. Whole team, whole weight like we ain't nigga. To my slide, that ride, that top go by. Click full of real niggas, no new guys. Came from bars, lot on my slides. Y'all started with Chris and we been them guys. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no lie. Been the hell and back and I still ain't die. Been on my Grip your chick one slide, but you can't navigate if you ain't gon' ride. Real shit, I seen top split. Young nigga paranoid, so I hit licks. I told Flame I'm a bag, she don't trip. Like drum to bust while no spliff. Don't worry about me, I'm in the cup with that piece. Fell for a beat, now I saw what I reap, and it all makes sense. I see racks in my sleep. Do it for my sis, then do it for the street. Zip gun in the cut, then that boy got keeps. Anger issues, that dang it hit you. The year man parked like he planking with you. Know a bitch named Pay, I stay in her buns. Everything big, boy, my life like pun. CT with the max already, we one, T with the max already, we won, but if you ain't get that, then my nigga, you don't. I got goons like Montana, guns like Montana, clip, got a banana, take niggas down like Montana, in a foreign whip, you can call me Tony Montana. The world is ours like Montana, got goons like Montana, guns like Montana, clip, got a banana, take niggas down like Montana, in a foreign whip, you can call me Tony Don't get it, save the shit, but give me my credit, look Hold it down for my niggas, better yet Blow loud for my niggas, see I'm good with them words First real nigga turn swag to a verb But that regal of hip lame down like perm Sour D, that's all we burn That paper route, how dare you doubt See the bills stay coming like a whiskey mouth My nigga, we good, everything is south When you hear me say south, I'm talking bank accounts Much larger house, see they want us in the paint Just to box us out, but I never been the type Just to give it up, from dollar menu To larger venues, bitch I'm still the same nigga What you trying to get into, uh, M.O.B. That's logic, I don't talk much, I make profits You know Loud mouths don't make pockets. If Sam called, then I'm rotten. See, I lost and got back with the niggas in the black. Tell the government we mobbing. Cause they hate you bad when you progress. Days of roaches up in my projects. Now we in here like your old bitch reef. 24 7 fam shit, no sleep. Kept it real, now they want me to leave. Well, I ain't gonna stunt. I just came for the freaks. But if shit get cold, that heat in my fleet. One time for my team, how I'm packed so deep. See, I always had drive, I just need the keys. I got goons like Montana, guns like Montana, clip, got a banana, take niggas down like Montana, in a foreign whip, you can call me Tony Montana, the world is ours like Montana, got goons like Montana, guns like Montana, clip, got a banana, take niggas down like Montana, in a foreign whip, you can call me Tony Montana. The world is ours like Montana Don't limit your choices on what seems possible Or reasonable If you disconnect yourself from your dreams All that you'll be left with is a compromise Hound pack Ten toes down No breaks
Chris Ruga, Tony Montana. I uh, I actually Where's never seen. I actually never, never seen Scarface. Now I keep meaning to like it's all my wow, list of movies. That's like, uh, I have that's watch, but, as a man. Like, yeah, that's that's a movie that you, you you grit your balls after you watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I grant you at least one of them after watching it. You have, you have to watch that one, and then you have to watch at least one of the Godfathers, the first or second. Yeah, one. I'd say <laughs> Reservoir Dogs too. Yeah, I, I have seen Reservoir Dogs. And uh, what's uh, Boondock Saints? Boondock Saints is good. That's another good. one. You know, um, an Al, another Al Pacino movie that doesn't get a lot of uh, respect, and I think it's great, is a uh, Dog Day Afternoon. I love that fucking movie, dude. That's, that's a, a bad great. That's one, a great right? fucking yes, very Holy great fucking movie. Shit. It doesn't get a lot of respect, but it's oh. great. what is that one? Um, Isn't that like a gang movie, I guess? Or? He, ro- he robs a bank, right? That's a, pretty much the gist of it, him robbing a bank. In the, the bank the whole time. The whole bank. The cops are the, like, he's surrounding hostages it. and shit. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, great. It's a great movie. Yeah. I haven't um, seen it since high school, but it's yeah, amazing, I've seen, I haven't bro. seen it in a long time. Um, another one is... Um, I like the football one. Oh, uh, um, Any Given Sunday? Any Given Sunday is yeah. great. Uh, he has... Um, that was great. Donnie Bar- Brasco. Oh my God! Yes, great movie. We had a drinking game. Now. I think every time he said, "Forget about it." <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> Take a fucking swig, and you get fucked up. Get really fucked up. Uh, he's just a great actor. I yeah, great actor. Great. I guess I'll tweet out to Ace. Well, those ro- those were that, both the songs we heard from tonight were pretty damn good. That's what I'm saying. The yeah, guy's got talent, that, man. The song he played for us earlier. Oh, um, that was called Warning. That was great. Yeah, that was right? a great. I mean, the, I, I'm not. Actually, like heavily on, big in the rap scene or anything, but uh, I'm on uh, Ace Ruga's Twitter right now. He's uh, looks like he's promoting the song called Gone. Gone. Okay. Like That's the new one, I think. Is that on there? Um, I didn't he, see it on his SoundCloud. Let me. He see. messaged uh to me when I first we first got in contact that that one was coming out. Yeah, I, I'm gonna actually add him now on Twitter because he's trying to get out there. It is on his SoundCloud though. He's got a link to yep. it probably. Okay, it is cool. cool. Maybe we'll play yeah, that then again. Twitter, you can probably find him. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is? It's up there, right there. The first one gone. Yeah, I thought, um, but that's not the first one that plays. I think Warning when you go there plays. Mm. Maybe he's got to update it or something. After the call, then maybe he might not realize too. But there's like a time difference, you know. Is he another one in? Uh, I don't know. He's in Jersey. He's, he's, in New he's York. from USA York. though. I it actually he's says from New Jersey. Yeah, it says he's in uh, Newark. Oh, cool. So. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that's why I was going to ask him where he's from, because then he had, like, a British guy in that one song, too, like... Yeah, fashionably late. Yeah. He's like, fuck these honkies. <laughs> <laughs> fuck these stupid white boys. He looked up the pages, took a bunch of He watched, like, the Frankie Tuesdays call, and he was yeah, like, that's probably what it was. No, I, I think he, he would have called right then and there if he heard <laughs> that. Frankie rules. I don't care what creed you are. Frankie's a good man. Frankie, yeah. Frankie is like an ambassador for the races. <laughs> they all hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the guy's going places. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, he's been where. offered to be in a movie, no. so. Gotta... <laughs> he cares a lot about what I don't fucking know. But, <laughs> but, uh... This guy cares a lot. Yeah. Maybe about some strange things that no one else cares about. <laughs> that nobody gives a he's shit about. who's going places. Maybe <laughs> nowhere we really want to go. We Xander talked to Demos a director that said he announces his new lesson. Okay. I don't know. His new lesson. His new lesson? Column for Guitar Magazine. I guess he's got a new like guitar lesson thing coming I up. I want to get him on again, too, because when we did interview that guy, Xander Davis, he was a metal guitarist. Fashionably late. Um, yeah, he was late, too, and we only got maybe like 20 minutes out yeah. of it. Or it was, he a, was, it cool. was a shorter one, but he was a cool dude. Everybody from uh, Michael, Michael Strover. Strover. Give him a little plug. I'd like to get him on. Michael who, Strover. Who Madden. we've gotten for, from Free Radio Guest List. Free Beer Not Wings. FreeRadioGuestList.com uh, <laughs> Our buddy Scott at FreeRadioGuestList.com WPLJ 
There's a tree on my house. I want to see the boat movie. I want to see the boat movie. Oh, Scott Shannon. He rules. So, who is this? Ace Ruga, he's a hip-hop artist from, it looks like, Newark, New Jersey. Is that right? Yeah, I guess so, man. I didn't even know that. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. Do we know if he's got an album that's already out, or has he got a upcoming um, album? It looks like he he only has like six songs up on his SoundCloud, so I think he might yeah. just be releasing like singles so and then right, maybe not, eventually not yeah, make it out. Almost make like an EP kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. different a nowadays. Lot of artists too. are going that way. Yeah, yeah. Which especially I think is good. with like the Twitter and the SoundCloud and stuff like that. It seems kind of pointless to just release a whole album. You might as well yeah. just release songs. Mm-hmm. Unless you're uh, Ivy Blue, then you can release... Yeah, four at once. Four <laughs> <albums>. <laughs> I know, like, Sauce had, like, four albums. I don't know how long it's taken him to get to that point, but Soy Sauce, when I found him, he had, on his website, had four albums up there. And I'm like, this is a great amount of shit. Like, and I, there's maybe one song on each CD that I might skip, but not even, like... Well, he, he just pops... I've listened to it so much. He pops out, like, a new YouTube video of him rapping, like, almost every day. Right? Yeah. Oh, dude, he's, he's on his grind, man. I, yeah. I cannot wait to talk to that dude. I know, um, like, I like, 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 for example, like Tilla, like when I pre-ordered their album, they like, they're like slow. I don't know. Like I pre-ordered and I got one song free for pre-ordering it early. Okay. And then like, I think they just released another song off that album. So I think they're just like slowly releasing the album. I don't know. And then yeah. the 24th, they're going to get throw it all out there, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, um, the business model's changing. Yeah, yeah the, definitely the music. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think you great. have to be signed anymore either. Like, yeah. I think you make more money. I had heard um, another it, band. It's a harder artist process. Music directly to the fans. You know, yeah. Label. I had heard actually um, a band uh, I listened to a day to remember their last album was self titled. Right. That mm. they, they did it all. They just I think they just went to the studio and just released it at the right after that, which is good. Like, and when you listen to the album, it's just them in the studio fucking around. Yeah. Making this album, so like, I guess it gives it a little bit more of a. Um, well, when you sell albums, you, they don't make their money off the albums. They make the money off the tours usually because yes. the record company gets, yep, the yeah, gets all mm-hmm. the money. So now you're doing it on your own. You get that Very fucking difficult money. to be a studio band in the uh, record label model. But if you're selling the music directly <clears throat> to the fans, you know, it's, it's much easier. I yep. Think. And I, I know like when the, um, more of the metal scene and the, the, scene, the newer metal and all that, I know like a lot of the bands, they'll make like three or four albums and they'll break up and that'll be it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, those guys from the band will go into another band, make three, four albums, and break up. And that's just the way it is. Or you have those rare bands. Like, well, I uh, think that's fine. I think, I think if that's how the flow is, you know. Yeah. You, can make, uh, you have to follow the music. Did yeah. you see, a little off topic, still in the music category, but uh, Robert Plant just oh, had like yeah. Led Zeppelin. And he turned them down. Right? down right? Dude, he, uh, ripped, how much? he ripped the contract apart that they all signed like in front of con- all of them. It was like six yeah. million, right? Yep, he ripped it off. But why? Did he say why? Like, was it six million? I heard. I know there was a conflict. Like I think there was a conflict. I think he's just a dick. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I could have sworn there was a conflict. I don't think so. Like, there. if you don't need that money, why? Like, why yeah. bother? I'm sure the guy doesn't need money. That could be it too. I yeah. mean, it could just be the case where he's seen a lot of these like bands from the '60s and '70s who've done reunions, and honestly, like. They're older guys, you know. It's, it, they look like a bunch of washed-up, you know, old, old husbands. <laughs> but like, they not to be rude because I didn't even perform not but... that long ago. So like, I, I don't know. Oh, There's really? got to be something. Yeah, mm-hmm. something going on with that. I mean, look at uh, what's that cadaver from the Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger, Mick Jagger oh, man. God, yeah, he still fucking performs. They've been performs. playing for uh, consistently. Like they've been playing like pretty regularly for the past 
Gosh, I think they still tour every year. Yeah, didn't Motley Crue just do it? Motley Crue just did it. Like I gotta respect them for that, honestly. Um, tour with them? I think. I think no. I think Motley Crue just did another tour. I think they're doing their like their final goodbye tour or something like that. Wow. I don't know. I had heard something about that. I'm reading an article right now that they actually said that that might have been a hoax. It says. Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard it at work from some kid the other day. There is absolutely no truth. The most reliable source. Yeah. (laughs) There's no truth to the story that Robert Plant ripped up a contract with an $800 million uh, offer for a Led Zeppelin reunion tour. I would do it for a Frankie Tube Steaks tour. Frankie Frankie Tube 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 I'd take eight bucks and a fucking Big Mac. (laughs) (laughs) And just do that one song the whole time. Fuck (laughs) yeah. Just lip sync it. Or like dance. I won't even lip sync. Fuck that. Who's that bitch that did that during the. um, Didn't someone during the Super Bowl lip sync it or something like that? I think a lot of them lip sync. Yeah, a lot of them have. Starting with Millie Vanilli. uh, (laughs) Millie Vanilli. um, Who was the bitch? Was it. uh, I I I know um, Ashley um, Simpson. Um, did it once. I remember her. Remember hearing about that? She lips in something. I think it's Britney also, Spears once too. I, I think on Saturday Night Live. Or the ones who like forget the words or like go off key in front of the whole nation. Like that's got to be pretty rough well, too. I, yeah, yeah. And I it's think just when, a lot of them do in concert. When you're doing that many gigs, there's probably no way you can maintain your your voice like every single night. You're doing like two or three. Well, gigs, Frankie like, could. It depends Frankie on could. the person and it depends on <laughs> your schedule. Right. How yeah. So where's this uh, Ace Ruger? Yeah. I guess he blew no, us he off, man. Us. I said, Fuck these. He's too big for us. Fuck these honkies. <laughs> yeah. That hip hop, hip hop lifestyle is. Yeah. <laughs> Doing stuff. Mm. Doing all the right things. We liked him too. That's I know. Shame, man. Yeah, it's the thing. I, I, I really want to talk to him. No, like Jay Sizzle. Yeah, that's a shame. Uh, shout out to Ace Ruger if he never makes it. Ace Ruger. Check him well, out. since we heard from Frankie Two Stakes, you want to play his old rap song he did when he was. uh he was battling Jay Sizzle. We had this yeah. other rapper bail out on us, this guy named Jay Sizzle. He was and he scared. Was Let's give uh, he Ace was Ruga shit. a plug real um, quick in case he never shows. Oh, yeah. What's Ace Ruga on? Where can we find him? SoundCloud? SoundCloud.com yep. slash something? Uh, yeah, his SoundCloud is just uh, Ace uh, Dash Ruga. Ruga, R U. What's the Dash? Okay. Like the uh, Ruga, that's R U G A. G A. Right. And then uh, his Twitter, I think, is uh, official Ace Ruga or the official Ace Ruga, something like that. You yeah, I believe you're right. It's the official Ace Ruga. If, sure, if you Google Ace Ruga, his stuff yep, comes, comes up, up right too. Up so right away. So check him out. Good to go. And this oh. is Frankie Tube. Okay, so. Frankie Tubestakes made it this song to. Uh, Rap battle Jay Sizzle. There Jay was this Sizzle. guy, Jay Sizzle, and Jay yeah. Sizzle uh, was doing this thing called the 52-week rap challenge where every re- week he uh, released a new piece of shit song mm. on the YouTube. Cool. And, uh, and yeah, Frankie stepped up to him. He never came back. Mm-hmm. I think Frankie did him in. He ruined his career. Yeah. Damn. With this one track. It pops the blood Frankie Tube Steak. It is. FTS, motherfuckers. Jay Sizzle, your style's like a drizzle. I'll chew you up and spit you out like grizzle. Got you locked in the target for these missiles. Blow your head. It's just a bunch of weak scribbles. Your style's outdated like snail mail. Got your bitch leaving snail trails, ripping out of weaving fake nails. Rap challenge, more like crap gallon. The bloody shit, you're a hangnail, I'm a talon. Your rap's crap, you're nothing but a fizzler. You're fruity, dude, like a bag of Twizzlers. You cheap fuck, your beats suck, your chiseler. You should change your name to Oscar and start living in a trash can. Maybe try punk rocker, cause your persona's fucking trash, man. Now go and drink some vodka and come up with a game plan. Motherfucker. Frankie's nasty, bro. Yeah, he never came back. Uh, 
Well, that, well, after reading that, or hearing that, I could definitely see why. Uh, yeah, because you can't beat that. You can't beat. Yeah, that. He worked yeah, with T Pain, and then yeah, T Pain recognizes, yeah, bro. Yeah, exactly. Our next interview is actually Celeste, and she wrote this. Uh, Celeste Gonzalez. Yeah, she wrote a book on like Teen Wise, and yeah. I, I've been reading through it. I've been reading like uh, some of her scenarios. Oh, I stuff. thought you were just looking at um, kitty porn. Teen Wise. Yes, I was looking at kitty porn. Definition. <laughs> Defecation. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, she has some great techniques. One of my favorite techniques in there she is uh, release. Release, which is a good one. That's when you, That's when uh, you, grab, you, the you grab the balls, right? You and, pop them yeah. and you just fucking pull back on and the release. Yeah, it's like then, a shotgun. Like yes, a shotgun everywhere. <laughs> but she has a, pew, pew. a little uh, paragraph on what you do when you're teased in high school, and she has really great techniques. So somebody make fun of me real quick. Like no. tease, you're a like homo. You're a fucking oh. faggot. Bounce! Oh, like the I am rubber, you are glue. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I, like that <laughs> right? I would just punch you in the fucking nose as hard as I can. You yeah. would like, punch me in the nose if I went bounce! Or bite, like, part of your cheek off. Like, right, just, just bite like, it, Whoops, bro. sorry, I thought it would bounce. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. I thought you were invincible right there. I was confused on what you were doing there. I would just go like this. <laughs> and then just, what, what else are you going to do? Just flutter away. Yeah. Like a girl fighting. That's how girls fight. You ever also, see that? Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. <laughs> they always say, like, the bigger man walks away. Now the bigger man starts the fight and ends the fight. Yes. <laughs> the bigger man fucks the other dude's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And screams, how'd I taste? Huh? <laughs> how'd I taste, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> Sucks that this Ace Ruger guy just blows the fuck off. Bounce, Ace Ruger! <laughs> <laughs> Bounce, you gotta slap your lap. That's bounce. bounce. Slap size. Slappity, slap, slap. But she slap. says, I'm pretty sure she says to say it out loud, you slap your. What about. You it won't work if you don't slap In the thighs. urban communities, you say bizounce. <laughs> bizounce. <laughs> so. I don't think that would work, though, in some situations if you just. No, you're bounce. just gonna. The bully's just gonna make fun of you even more. Yeah, eventually. No. Face. Fit. You got pwned. I think if you do it on a visual. Like level, if you just visualize the insult bouncing off of you, maybe that will help. But I would just masturbate furiously. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that would work. That's a, yeah. The thing about <laughs> it, like, this guy's fucking. Is you gotta get down to the if he, like tries to touch you while you're doing that. It's like yeah, you don't, you don't know what's coming yeah. out. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> Some you might catch. The thing something. about it is, is like if you show like whoever is picking on you, if you show them like if you call him a faggot. And, and like you show that that's bothering you that they called you a faggot. Yeah. The guy he's just gonna keep going at that. You gotta <laughs> like you, you gotta get that rhino skin. You know that. What if you pull your shirt skin. up, lick your finger, and then just play with your nipple? Yeah. Exactly. That might should, work. Yeah. I think you freak him out more, like you're saying. Yeah. Work way better. Like just freak him out. Like I, I had mentioned, I had a buddy who had probably not effective if you're oh. a girl. My buddy had um. I actually found out where he got it. It was off of a. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Do your thing. But um, he got it from a TV yeah, show. He got it from a TV show, and I didn't. I didn't realize it until I'd watched the TV show, and um, it was off of Blue Mountain State. Um, oh, okay. I've heard of it. Haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, there was a scene in Blue Mountain State, and this is where my buddy got it from. Where if you come up front of a guy who's bigger and badder and he just wants to kick the fuck out of you, you freak him out. But the one way my buddy did and the way the guy did on the show was saying he wanted to suck his dick. And it freaked the guy out. And that's exactly what you got to do sometimes. You just got to yep. freak the motherfucker out. Another so. tactic that probably doesn't work as well if you are female. Oh, yeah. That one. <laughs> <laughs> I would stay away from that one. Also, the rubbing the nipple one. But you know what? I, yeah, I guess <laughs> so. Not gonna. I don't know. That'd be all right. 
<laughs> but I think I think if you ever watched like two women fight, it's actually sometimes more brutal than when two yeah, guys fight. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've seen like YouTube no, videos. Like no the one f- recently where the chick hit the other chick with a shovel. Exactly. You, like, <laughs> you get two women on their fucking time of the month fighting. It's like two fucking bears going at it, man. Uh-huh. It's brutal. So. Right All right, guys. Uh, we're gonna take a break. We got slots on in ten minutes when we come back. Cool. Guys, Robin Slim Show. We're back and we have uh, Celeste. How is it pronounced, Celeste? Uh, Gonsalves? Gonsalves. Gonsalves. Celeste Gonsalves, and she's the author of the book Teamwise Acquire the Power of Self Definition. Hey, doing, Celeste. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you for having me on your wonderful show. Thank you. <clears throat> now, Celeste, what, do you, what is your book about? It gives kids uh, scenarios. Like, if anything comes up, well, how they should act? <laughs> yeah, it uh, provides them a way of understanding that their choices today really affect their tomorrows. So Ooh. it guides them to make wise choices for the betterment of their future. Now, you call it, like, self-serving strategies. What, uh, what is that? Self-serving strategies is, the, uh, is a, an approach or a technique to use when you're in a situation, maybe you're in a dilemma or you have to make a, a choice, and learning how to evaluate that choice and to come up with the best possible uh, decision that will best benefit you without hurting anybody in the process, you know, intentionally. So it's not about being selfish or only about being about, you know, you. It's about understanding how to evaluate the situation and to come up with the, you know, best response or how to best react. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, I read that uh, one of the things uh, you touched on was what if you get extra money back, like, at the store. And uh, I, I just, I've had that happen a couple times, and I just thought it was awesome. I just kept the money. <laughs> like, one time I was at the bar, and I gave the guy a 20, and he gave me change for 100. I'm like, that's amazing. This wow. is going to be a good night. <laughs> I'm a give the money back guy, but yeah. See, my mom's like that, and I just, I'm like, why? Why would you do that? It's free money. <laughs> well, it's just—it's really a test of your moral character, right? And you know, if you understand that, if you take this money, someone else is gonna have to come up with the difference. Yeah, so I'm a horrible really person. Yeah. Well, I would take the money too, so I'm right I, there with yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> dude, they deserve to if they made that silly mistake. And then once I think uh, it was like Christmas time and me and my buddy Derek were walking somewhere and he's he's more he's worse than I am. He's morally devoid of anything. <laughs> and uh, I think the lady was like two feet in front of us and dropped uh, allegedly uh, an envelope, a bank envelope of like four hundred dollars, and I think we just kept it and ate McDonald's and kind of hoped oh, she wow. died. <laughs> and her last vision would be us, <laughs> would be us eating oh. McDonald's and shitting it out. Like oh, I thought that would be a silly, a silly thing. <laughs> it's probably like her kids' Christmas money. That's horrible. That's bad, man. That bad. <laughs> See, <laughs> I do. I feel bad, and I did a little bit, but nah, the McDonald's was so good. I had a weird experience at a bank once. I was just walking, uh, walking out the door, and it was really windy. And this guy was at the ATM, and like it must have been twenty or thirty hundred dollar bills just blew away in the wind, like all over the street. Wow! So wow. I start like helping him pick up all the hundreds, and I'm like holding like six, seven, eight hundred dollars of this guy's money, and I'm like. Here you go, I guess. It's kind of weird, like, you know. I would have folded a couple I, Anybody up. could just take it and run. It's yeah. Really weird. You know, it's a lot of money, but. 
I don't know. Like I said, I'm gonna give the money back kind of guy. I would mm. feel bad. Yeah, I think I'm the same way. So I remember too bad. in like third grade, like the first year we had health class, the teacher said, you know, kids forget. You know, if you do anything stupid, don't worry, kids will forget. And there was like a girl who peed her pants and like. Fifth grade, and we still talked about it when we were seniors. Like kids, don't forget. Kids don't forget. That's no. Definitely, no, that's definitely true. No, and they don't forget. <laughs> and wouldn't it be great if they just were to learn life skills and re- and remember, you know, what the moral code would be? Then they could take that. If they if kids don't forget, then they could, you know, learn something the positive and the correct way early on, and then take that throughout their lifespan. Wouldn't that be just great? Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think a lot of stuff, though, is like figuring it out on your own. Yeah, you learn from mistakes to a certain degree. I think uh, trying to enforce a moral code is good, and I, I definitely can get behind it. But kids <clears throat> got to make some mistakes along the way, and uh, they, <laughs> I, learn, they learn the hard way sometimes. I remember one time, too. I don't know how old. This had to be <laughs> elementary school. Like, I got home from church with my parents, and my dad, like, I, ha- I was like, here, uh, I think I pulled money out of my pocket. He's like, where'd you get that? I'm like, that church bowl. Oh my god! <laughs> money, I was I was actually I was the same way when I was a little. Yeah. Every time like we we go to church and my so mom was my mom was really money, trying to yeah. get us awesome. really religious. Yeah. And every time the money would go by, I'd be reaching my hand and my smile. Oh my god, my hands were red after church. My uh, my dad made me bring it back to the pastor and give it back to him yeah. and apologize. So yeah. I saw it said in your book that you uh, you raised a daughter, um, and I was wondering like, did you teach her these techniques or did you kind of like? learn this stuff as you were raising her yes i definitely taught her how to understand and advocate for herself and try to come up with the best choices uh, that would best benefit her future without you know hurting anybody in the process i also wanted her to be you know um, learn how to self-define who she was at that time and who she wanted to become Mm -hmm. and then just have you know empowerment and she is a testament of, you know, the hard work that I did put into her because she graduated from college. She moved uh, from Hawaii all the way to New York, and she started her life there, and she's very responsible and 22 years old to now. So, yes, definitely. Very cool. So I think if I had a daughter, I would just say, you know, do oral because you can't get <laughs> pregnant that way, and that's yeah. that's all I would have to tell a daughter. See, that's th- just, I've always said, I've always told people, um, if I ever have a daughter, I'm not letting her like shave her legs or anything because there's no guy <laughs> who wants to date a woman with hairy legs. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's all yeah. natural contraceptives. Unless you get that one guy, yeah, who loves it. <laughs> Slim. God, I love a hairy lady. <laughs> So. Your show is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Celeste. Um, <laughs> you know what I like? I, I, I like your uh, your bounce your bounce technique. We were discussing oh. that earlier, where it says in your book if oh, a no. if a kid is <laughs> if a kid is teasing I'm you. I'm afraid. I'm very afraid. <laughs> it, it says if if a kid's teasing you, you're supposed to just go bounce <laughs> where you say, you say bounce and you slap your lap and uh i don't know we all think that like if you do that to a boy they're just gonna laugh at you and punch, you in punch the face. It's kind of a modern yeah. take on the i am rubber you are glue defense which yeah doesn't always work but yeah well okay gentlemen that's not necessarily how to use a technique the way that you just uh, described it it's basically to create an invisible shield for yourself so n- no negative influences or feedback can affect you and uh, well, yeah, sometimes if you skin. wanted to slap, you do something physical. That's that's up to you. 
But most of the time, for the teenagers that I did t teach this um, technique to, and they've actually used it in one of the rougher schools here in Hawaii. It's co was called, um, the name of the school is Farrington High School. That's Very that's high poverty, good. high drug, high pregnancy rate school. Right. That a lot of the, the uh, students there lived in projects, you know, housing projects, and you know, come from that kind of environment. Um, the purpose was to create that in your mind. So when they would use bounce, they wouldn't say it out loud or actually stop their laugh. The I just gave it. different <laughs> options yeah. for you know different <clears throat> age groups. So the younger age group, they, they get a kick out of that because then they needed a visual and they needed something to do. Or some of them just clap their hand or something. But it's a personal thing. The other person or the bully or whoever is you know tormenting you in the process is not paying attention or they're not the focus the focus is to protect yourself yeah now well, i've always learned and the, that the bully's looking for a reaction too so i think if you don't give yes, them one exactly then, don't give don't give them don't feed them you know yeah well i've always learned it to I think protect yourself bad. the best way would is a bat so i mean <laughs> <laughs> right. now celeste i wanted to ask you what is the best age to start talking to your kids about drugs because i have little guys like six and seven you know but what age should uh they be when you first talk to them uh, about drugs in elementary school and what I did uh, from personal experience is, is I created just you know a straight talk kind of uh, environment for my daughter and a, a zero tolerance for it so because she was uh, pop she's, I'm thinking that she's predisposed to addictive diseases and different addictions because it's in the family tree on both sides, on my, her mom's side and the dad's side, my side and her father's side. So because of that, I just uh, presented it in the manner that there's zero tolerance. Mm. So if you were to do anything, you're going straight to rehab, some type of program, outpatient, some type of counseling, something. I want to nip it right in the very beginning. I'm wow. not going to wait until it becomes a problem in your life and it overtakes your life. Yeah. I'm going to take a step right in the very beginning because if you have, if the child has addictive personality uh, experiences or, you know, a family tree that has those type of experiences, mm. they're more likely to develop an addiction in the future mm. or in their mm. teen years. Yeah. So I wouldn't waste any time. I take care of it in the elementary school and just say, you know, I even said I had zero tolerance for teen pregnancy, too. It's hard, though, because, uh, you know, me and my ex-wife are divorced, so they have two different houses. But I guess I would have to tell her to get on board with that. Yeah, co-parent, you know, co-parent yeah. and create create solid foundation. And listen, if this is, if this is your action, this is going to be the consequence. Yeah. Because we don't want the result to be something that's going to absolutely change your life path. You know, mm -hmm. I had I had a question. Um, I don't have kids. Sure. I don't have kids or nothing um, that I know of, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in another country somewhere. <laughs> but uh, I had I had a question. I noticed a lot of times, and I just from uh, you know being out, going out in public, or just in my friends who do have kids or whatever. I've noticed that like there's always one parent that's like cracking the whip, and there's always the other parent that's just. The cool parent. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about that situation? Should there be a balance, or should it just be that way? That there's a dis like even when I was growing up, my mom yeah, would always be like, "Wait till your father out. gets home. Wait till your father gets home." <laughs> and then my dad would get home, and my mom would still be the one dissing out the punishment. So. Mm. <laughs> I, so you're talking about the good parent, bad parent. Yeah. 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 
Um, well, I'm not here to give, you know, straight talk on basic parenting advice, but what I would say is if you're not coming across as a united front, the kids are going to manipulate that situation. Yeah. So they're going to gear toward the one that is mostly likely, most likely to be more lenient and less, you know, less likely to actually, you know, discipline or have consequences with. And what happens is when they learn how to manipulate that early in uh, that early in their lifespan, they tend to take it out, you know, take it further in their adulthood um, life. I'm, I'm sure. I don't think you guys would have a problem with that from the tone and the information I'm getting right. from you, but that's something that they may be challenged with later. So if they're in any situation and they think, well, I'm going to do and say whatever I can to get what I want, you know. Yeah. Okay, Celeste, uh, I think we have a caller on the line. Uh, caller, you are on the line with <coughs> Celeste. What do you got? Yeah, hi. Is this uh, Robinson Show? Yeah, hi. Who's this? This is Gary. Gary? Gary Seaman. Gary, Gary Seaman. Hi, Gary. How are you? That's kind of a silly Gary, name. Gary, how you doing? <laughs> Seaman. <laughs> oh, we're doing good, Gary. <laughs> what uh, What do you have? You, you have a question for Celeste? Yes. Celeste, hi. Are, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hello, Jerry. How are you doing? Good. How, how are you, sweetie? I'm doing great. I, I, I got tricked into being gay when I was a kid <laughs> by my uncle, and we have sleepovers, and he would tell me, you know, it was normal to have things, like, touched against me and stuff. And I just wondered if that was normal. Could you repeat that question? My my uncle used to touch me with stance things, and it, it affected me a lot. Is your uncle bad? sexually abused you? Is that what your question is to me? I, I think so. Okay, and, and, and your then, question is, is, is that normal? Yeah, and he would, like, I think masturbate while you sleep in bed with him. Okay, no, that is not, that is abuse. That is, that is considered sexual abuse. And um, so you probably have some, a lot of um, psychological, you, you, you probably oh, haven't had God. healthy relationships throughout your lifespan. Sounds like a sweet guy to me. No, I just, I just like blow guys every, every weekend. I can't connect with anybody. I just blow them, and that's it. And to ease your own. Blow. Well, I, you, you really need some type of uh, counseling to get over your trauma as a child, because that's basically what you went through. Should I press charges? You need to find out, wh I mean, what state do you uh, reside in? Montana. <laughs> you would have to uh, check on what the laws are there, if there's a sexual like limitations or not. How long was it years this ago. It was like 30 <laughs> years ago. How many years ago? 30, 30 years ago, and he would give my tuchus like a really good rogering. And, and then I would get hard and feel guilty about it, and then I'd masturbate. Huh. That's an interesting, well, it really uh, sounds like you have a distorted way of thinking of sexuality in your body, and you're acting out by you doing it to other people. You're just acting out on your own trauma and your own experience. Yeah, sometimes I see a kid, and I just want to like just grab him in the wiener. <laughs> That's you're probably get arrested for that. Gary, how old are you? Not your business. <laughs> Forty-five. And you've been blowing guys for the past. How long? 20, 30 years? 
Yeah, like middle school. Wow. You want a blowjob? Uh, yeah, I could always use a blowjob. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I it's a long drive from Montana. <laughs> yeah, it is a long drive from Montana. So, Gary, Gary, do you have any more questions for Celeste? So what should I do? Like see a, a doctor or something? Like a pathologist? Excuse me, are you asking me another question? Yes, yeah, so should I see like a, a doctor or a psychiatrist? Am I a doctor or a psychologist? No, should I see one? I think he's wondering oh, if he should go see I definitely, a blow I would definitely encourage... I would definitely encourage you to seek help. It depends. I mean, it sounds like from your tone and the way that you're speaking uh, to me and asking these questions that you're not very serious about getting help. You, no, you kind of I am. think it's very comical. So I'm um, no, but I don't hear the pain in your voice. I hear kind of like a comic kind of uh, tone that you're providing me here today. So when you are serious about getting help and changing the life pattern that you are currently living, then yes, I would suggest you go get counseling. And my grandma used to pinch my wiener really hard with her nails. Well, it's really nice talking to you, Jerry. You have a great day. Okay, Gary, you take care. Alright, well that was an interesting it's call. Uh, Alright, let me hang up on Gary over here. Wow. I'm not sure. You get the worst people to call in, I swear to God. Right, well, Internet radio, fans. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Um, so, Celeste, I do have a question about the book. Um, there's, there's not like a, an easy way to say it, but I, I remember being a teenager not that long ago, and uh, this isn't the kind of books that we were reading uh, in you know middle school and high school. So, do you imagine this as a, a book that maybe schools or parents will use as a teaching aid? I can't. I'm sorry, but I can't quite hear you. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm wondering how you uh, expect this book to be. Uh, to be used because it's not the kind of thing I think that most teenagers are going to be picking up and reading on their own. Um, no offense. Uh, do you see this oh, as no, more of like a teaching right. aid for, totally for teachers no, or for parents? I, my marketing campaign is geared more toward the parent okay. and the um, educator. So a lot of times schools are picking up the set as and using it as curriculum for like peer education classes or health classes, sure. guidance classes. Um, when the teenager is, has it in their hands, and reads through it and then starts to do the work in the workbook and then starts to learn how to evaluate their own reactions and understand what their trigger points are and when to seek help, that's when it's most beneficial. Parents are picking it up, reading it first, understanding it, and then going through it with their child to see what kind of answers that they would um, provide given the, the situations that are illustrated in the book. And that kind of guides the parents to understand, well, where then do my child needs a little bit more guidance or a little bit of help. As far as a teenager, no. A teenager is not going to go on Amazon and just order the book. It's yeah, going to be a I'll parent or an educator. Yeah. Yes, yes that's, that's a proven fact, yes. So, and also, nonprofit organizations who deal with youth uh, in, um, sure. you know, like at risk youth, youth rehab or that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, mm. and also the youth correctional facilities, right? Okay, the detention homes and things like that, because it teaches them that they've already made choices that are, have been unfavorable and that they have consequences. But the book also teaches that you know what, it's okay. You can pick it up and make changes now, and then your tomorrow would be brighter. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I was a. Uh, I had a question. Um, because you were talking about how you have like a ze uh, zero tolerance policy. So I was wondering, like, how did you go about punishing your daughter, and like, how would you gauge how tough of a punishment you would give her based on what she did? 
Okay, I didn't really punish my daughter because I don't believe that there's any learning lessons in the punishment. Okay. So if she did something, I didn't ground her for three weeks. So, oh, well, you can't go on for three weeks. Because then, well, what's the point of that? It's like you just shouldn't learn anything. Right. So in the teenagers, what I decided to do was uh, create lessons within that. So if she did something that was disrespectful, then I would create like a, uh, a some type of learning lesson that would teach her how to respect. And mm. actually, that's in the book as well. It's under parent-wise in the first chapter. And it just guides parents to try to create situations and outcomes that would even provide a teachable moment. So, yeah, like, one so example, and my, my daughter did not do this, but one example just to kind of, you know, tie this uh, whole question together is if, you're, if your teenager, you know, took the car out in the right. middle of the night and went joyriding, right, and didn't have a license yeah. or anything, but just picked up their friends down the street and went, you know, joyriding with I would have the cops. Very dangerous, right? Right. So, let's say they got back home safely. Okay, so that would be the best uh, outcome, right? Okay, they they did that, but they came home. They didn't hurt anybody on the street or anything. They came home alive. Everybody is fine. (laughs) Then I would say, well, okay, so how would you teach the lesson here? Okay, well, so you took the car with no license, and that was very, very dangerous. I would instill a couple of different elements in that learning lesson, and one of them would be, okay, you you think that that's okay to be irresponsible? If this would have happened, then... car insurance would have been higher. So you know what? Now you're going to be responsible to pay one-fourth or one-third of the car insurance. Now you're going to get, go get a, a, a job after school and be responsible for that. Another one is I would have them you don't view that I would as have a punishment. Him or her visit a grave site of a teenager wow. and mash her face that, that was a good ground. idea okay. you know, to take the car out and drive. I think we got another car. That, that actually had deadly consequences. So that's what I've done with my um, own daughter. Okay, so I think we have another caller. Uh, Carl, are you there? Hello? Hi, who's this? <laughs> this is Paul. Hey, Paul. Hi, Paul. Uh, do you have a question for Celeste? Yeah. How, how did you ever discipline your daughter? Maybe physically? I did not physically discipline my daughter. How Why you? not? <laughs> Because it's not something that I believe in. I think in some states it might be illegal. <laughs> I spoke to her as a, as a person. You know, children and teenagers are people too. They're just smaller. So I decided to Do you agree with that caller? They sure are. <laughs> How would you discipline... I'd put them over my knee and give them a thank you. Fair enough. That it's a time-honored tradition of parenting. Like a bare bottom. Paula, uh, do you have any more questions for Celeste? I didn't do it. Paul? Would you use baby oil? Sorry, what was the question? I don't know. I think we lost him. Yeah, yeah I'm not I don't sure. know where Paul went. Paul, are you still there? Uncle Paul, are you still there? Hmm. Hmm. Looks mm. like we lost Paul. I think he hung up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh well. All right, Celeste. Um, oh yeah, tell everyone where they can find your books. Teenwisebook.com. 
And the views in Teen Wise and the book and everything is not necessarily the same views as this show. Just wanted to put that out there. Okay. Yeah, we got some crazy callers. Yeah. But we appreciated talking to you. And thank you for the books. And we have uh, books to give away. So if anyone wants to uh, email us, robinslimshow at gmail, we have two sets of the books to give away. You can tweet in. Tweet tweet in live. Or uh, hit us up on Facebook, Robin Slim Show. Take care, Salas. Okay, thank you so much. Have a great evening. You too. Thank you. That went very good. Seems like a nice lady. Yeah. The only thing I didn't, I didn't agree with was she was saying like she didn't hit her daughter or nothing. But I was like, okay, if your daughter stole a tank, I'm beating the shit out of her. I'm sorry. Like if my daughter a tank. I'm just saying if my daughter goes out and does if your daughter <laughs> stole a tank, you might not be able to take her in a fight. I'm just saying. I'm just saying if my daughter. <laughs> that's true. I'm just saying if my daughter or son does something ridiculously stupid. That's how I was raised. My mom hit hit me, or my dad would hit right. me, whatever. You know, that would have been a good thing to ask her, like what she thought about hitting, because a lot of people do agree I that think that's Paul like was the trying better. to ask that. Yeah, yeah I don't know what happened, like, Paul. I, yeah, I kind of agree with connection that, the old-fashioned way. I agree like, with Paul. I, I did something I like stupid. Paul. My mom, He's an would, uncle, I believe. Yes. <laughs> you know, I grew up doing that. If I did something stupid, my mom would smack me. I was like, well, I shouldn't have done that. And that's how I learned. You know, that's how you yeah. learn. And there's some merit to it for sure. I mean, that's how. Who was that other caller? Like the Gary. Oh, we had Gary. a guy named uh, Gary Seaman. He he seemed like a real sweet boy, but she thought he was like kidding. A I, joke I don't know. or something. Yeah, yeah she right. thought he was comedic, but yeah, he seemed pretty serious. Like I I, I sensed, thought he was all right. I sensed like a shakiness and a, just like a, a lot of a little scared boy little boy inside of his voice. Yeah, he's uh, getting a story on. out there. Maybe yeah. for the first time. Everyone's got a voice. They got to be heard. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take a break. We got our buddy Ralph calling in next, right? Is it yes. Ralph next? Yeah. Ralph Ralphie, I cannot right. wait for Ralphie boy. <laughs> go on. Yeah, we're good. We're recording and we're uh, ready to go. We're three hours and twenty five minutes in. Wait, what's the Ustream channel? Rob Dash Slim is it? Uh, Yo. Ralph Hey, what's going on? Not much. What's going on, brother? Dude, I, I, I almost blew it. When she <laughs> fucking said that children come all shapes. What did she say? Like something like children come in all shapes and sizes or <laughs> something about that they're smaller than us. I almost <laughs> lost my shit because I knew what I was going to say. That was I gold. fucking laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that because she was yeah. just so she was so just boring. I just couldn't us. couldn't pay attention. She, she, to was, her. Was, she, was, she set it up so perfectly. She was like, "Cause children are so young and, and smaller than us," and I'm like, Supple. "Yeah, they sure are." <laughs> it's just great, it's amazing. I love it so much. Oh, <laughs> How small man. they are. Uh, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't want to call like when you were on the phone with her earlier, just because. Last time when I called him last week, uh, you know the lines get kind of mixed up, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to get her kicked off the air. Fun uh, <laughs> fucking with people like that. I almost disconnected her at one point. Just I, I don't even know why. I almost just hung up on her, and <laughs> I figured I'd let her get her plugs in. <laughs> <laughs> Another interesting book about raising your kids. Well, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad you guys did ask her some serious questions, and. and I actually had a question for her that was kind of serious. That Hawaii is such a beautiful place, but I've, I've and I've never been there. But I've seen dogs, a bounty hunter, and it's like that <laughs> is mess. It's I heard such a fucking drug on that island. It's the most beautiful. Like I don't understand if you're in the fucking middle of Harlem in a crack house. It's cold in the middle of winter, and yeah. you don't want to fucking do anything with your life, and you're 
given up. I get that. But if you're in Hawaii and it's fucking gorgeous out, even if you're poor, how could you not fucking enjoy that? I yeah. actually, going when I was in that? the uh, when I was in the military, I had a we made a stop in Hawaii, and I got off the plane. I was off maybe all of maybe forty five minutes. But I thought about just saying fuck it and not going, <laughs> getting back on the plane because it was absolutely gorgeous. Like we got off on the main island, and I don't even know what the fuck mm. the main island's called, but mm. but it was just absolutely gorgeous. And I I I I'd always wanted to be stationed there. It was just fucking unbelievable. Yeah, now, Ralph, mm. you're yeah. doing uh you're yeah. doing the stand up thing, right, dude? You know, I was I st- I'm still doing it, but uh, I kind of like broke my foot. I'm in this big Yikes. ass boot in this cast, right? So. Cool. I can't do anything right now. Um, wow. I got in. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go for the, don't, don't go see a chiropractor. <laughs> Just don't go to a chiropractor. This, <laughs> this fucking guy trying to fix my neck. And he goes, I, I think I got to adjust your ankle. Something something feels <laughs> off. I'm like, all right, you got to adjust my ankle. He's like, you know, wrap your leg around my body. And I, and I was like, well, this is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I've that always, wasn't in the he's brochure. also had to put his hands in my mouth too, which is kind of <laughs> weird. And I'm thinking like, Rob, well, I your legs are wrapped around him. Don't do that. <laughs> I think you, were, I think you were raped, Here buddy. You <laughs> got your legs wrapped around him. He's got his hands in your mouth. <laughs> I swear to God, and he puts on these blue rubber gloves, and he's like, "I better do this now." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh okay." Are you sure you saw? I think I saw a I think I've seen that. I've heard they pulled out this vibrating gun. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. I'm not even doing it. He's got, he's got a bunch of them. And he like, puts it against his Different colors and, and sizes. fucking mouth. And, uh, yeah, so he oh. fucking pulled on my ankle and he was like, it's not going. And I'm like, I don't think it's going to go. And he's like, no. Did you explain to him that a chiropractor works on your tighter. spine? And I'm like, all right. And he fucking yanked his shit out of it. And I can't in fucking three weeks if you walk. So did this guy like break your ankle or something? You know what? I don't. I don't know. I got a, a follow-up appointment tomorrow. I'm gonna get an MRI, and uh, I'll go from there. But Damn. Uh, as far as like you know, stand-up and everything, I, I've had to like kind of just just put a couple things on hold mm. because right. I can't work now because of this. Yeah, sit-down comedy and, less uh, popular. What's that? <laughs> sit-down comedy is less popular. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm learning a lot about the business. I, I've had a some comments reach out to me. Uh, I've reached out to them, you know, vice versa. Uh, Stacy Crossman. Uh, cool. I don't know if you guys, guys ever watched Howard Stern. Uh, he oh, had yeah. a comedian in there writing a... Oh, what was it? It was the guy that said he could uh, give women orgasms... The Sibian. ...by touching their hips. It's called the Sibian, right? No, 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 no. Not, not a device. This guy would just have girls sit on his lap and he would touch their hips. And he can make them orgasm mm. just by touching something on their hips. Wow. Sounds kind of shady. Does he have a book or something? Yeah. Like that she's on there. She's hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It was okay. crazy that you put on, uh, that that they said you had to get more Twitter followers to be a stand-up. Like, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago, they didn't have Twitter. So, like, why does that matter, dude? <clears throat> Everything like this matters today. Mm. I, and, I, and I don't know why. And I'm, I'm the most... Um, resistant. Like I, I don't like doing it. I don't like Twitter. 
Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I refused to get a MySpace. Uh, you know, at one point, I just had to because I thought my girl was fucking around with me. And uh, that's how I got into MySpace. Isn't that I why didn't we all get MySpace and Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> to keep the clamps down. <laughs> this bitch is cheating on me. I'm getting a Facebook. Who's she talking to? Uh, some fucking douchebag from... I, I was living in Texas at the time. And, uh, you know, we were young, stupid, so mm. it's all behind me. But, uh, you know... I, I don't like social media. I don't mm. get it. I don't know why everybody cares about what everybody's doing. That's Candy you, Crush. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Candy Crush. That's that's what it's all about. Get you hooked on those stupid uh, games. Fucking farm heroes. Farmville was a shit. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't play video games. I don't get into games too much, just because. What, instead of doing that, I, I could I could like eat pussy. <laughs> you know, like I, I'd rather be fucking with some chick playing with a fucking box than than than, than unless unless I'm playing Madden and me and my brother we throw down some Madden and it gets pretty fucking heated. You might beat me thirty times in a row, but that one fucking what the one fucking time I beat him gets so fucking sweet. That's a game I like. Um, I'll play that with my brothers and then we'll play Madden or any really sport game. And you know, at the end of it, one of us is throwing the controller. Control like, right into the console, right? Yeah, That's what my friend Danny always did with his brother. Like, just threw the fucking yeah. controller right into the console. Like, you'll get a you'll get a pick, and you'll look at your brother, and he'll be like, Fuck you, motherfucker! <laughs> and throw the controller and stuff. <laughs> my, I, I had a roommate, one of my really good friends in Texas. He used to get that every time we play mad. And then, like, I, not to be confrontational, because he, he wasn't, like, bigger. It was just, like, he he just, like, I hated seeing him get so upset when I kicked his ass. So like, I purposely started losing so he wouldn't get upset oh, because the then I had to deal with him pissed off the rest of the day. <laughs> I actually got he, ba- was, he would literally slam the controller and like go in his room like like a like a wow. tumble roll and I'm like, dude, Holy shit. Like, I got some fish. Yeah, seriously. I got banned from uh, Madden like I think it was 2012. Playing it online because I was talking shit to a, like an eight year old. So I couldn't play about oh, those it. Those are the those are the worst. To be yeah. fair, they talk plenty of shit themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like he was just talking. Uh, he was the Bears, and I was I don't even remember what fucking team I was. But we were just I was just beating his ass bad, and I was like, "Can you just quit?" And he's like, "No." So I just started talking <laughs> shit to the little kid. <laughs> a little kid told you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, um, Ralph, you said you were a bouncer, right, dude? Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you know, when, when when you got size, they they expect you to do it. Yeah. Well, um, any crazy shit I, that happened, dude? Um, let's see. I, I worked in a strip club for about two years. That's mm. probably the best place to be a bouncer. Yeah. It's. It's one of the worst places. <laughs> when, I was, when, I was, when I was 18, I went to my first strip club, and I was in the bathroom, and I saw the bouncer in there, and I was like, dude, you got the most awesome job. And he looks at me and goes, how old are you? I said, I'm 18. He goes, all right, I'm 35. This is a fucking babysitting game. He goes, by the time you're my age, you're going to see more fucking pussy than you know what to do with it. All right? So he goes, this is like nothing. This isn't what you think it is. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So, uh, I was a musician um, at the time. I was, I was a professional drummer. I took a year off from school. And uh, everyone in Corpus, I knew so many bar owners and venue owners from San Antonio or Corpus to Austin. And I said, man, I, I just want to go somewhere and no one knows who the fuck I am. So I said, there's this fucking strip club, big strip club that I've never been to. I'm like, I haven't been to a strip club in 10 fucking years. Let me see what it's about. So uh, I go in there. 
I'm sorry. Dude. Slim is like losing. I'm sorry, Roth. Right I I have something. We just got an email from Celeste. That woman. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This ought okay. to be good. All right. I will make sure I do extensive research on the radio shows I choose to do interviews with from this day forward. Good advice. Obviously, your message does not correlate with the mission of Teen Wise and his Teen Wise book set. Good luck with using the shock value technique to grab listeners Ooh. into your world. Wow. Shock jobs. Oh, harsh. All, all the harsh best words. in success. Uh, nice. You should email her back. You should email her back. Uh, stop being a pussy and hit your fucking kids. Once <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I had mentioned at the end, like, if your kid does something radical, like, I, I'm going to hit him. Like, yeah. If, if my kid does something ridiculous, like, if he just went out and stole the car, fucked a hooker, came back, and the hooker's dead in the back seat, <laughs> I'm beating his ass. Like, I'm sorry. Like, and she put her, her uh, email, like, her teenwise.com at the end of it. She put all her plugs back in. <laughs> like, little professional footnotes. Yeah. Like us on Facebook. <laughs> it says that on there. I'm sorry, Ralph. Did Slim did no, rail. No, no, it's okay. I just, you know, how much stock does she really put in that book? I mean, honestly, yeah. like, oh. talk to your kids. It hasn't been done before. Like you see, wake up one day and go, I gotta write a book about this because no one's done this before. Don't steal money. Uh. My mom always told me, like, like I had always mentioned that I was gonna, you know, I, I, I raised, I. I do all my research before I do anything. Like, I got a puppy. I looked at the puppy. I looked at, like, all his traits that he's going to have. Like, that kind of stuff. And my mom's like, oh, the best way to raise a dog or the best way to raise a kid is just by everyday life. You can't raise a kid by a book. And that's, I, I guess that's... That's that, true. That's, no, I, I guess that's that. the way I'd have to go about it's it. like when I was a kid, kid, there was a guy named Dr. Spock or some shit. And, uh... <laughs> no, he's on TV, isn't he? Yeah. On the uh, USS Enterprise. No, but his name was <laughs> Dr. Spock. And, like... I forget, they, he was like some liberal piece of shit, like, don't hit your kids, and everybody back then was against it, you know, that was like the fucking early 80s and shit, but, uh, like, who was this guy, don't hit your oh, yeah. kids? Yeah, what the fuck is that, you gotta <laughs> hit your fucking kids, but you gotta, you gotta hit your kids, you gotta at least yell there's, at there's them. No, there's no right or wrong way to raise kids, I mean, yeah. don't beat the shit out of them, Yeah. but I mean, like, I'll give you an example, I was never hit when I was a kid. But my father has the like the, the craziest tone in his voice. Like he could get my friends to do whatever he wanted just by yelling at them. And I'm talking into our teams. Like, yeah. He, he was that scared. Went you know yelling. He didn't have, I'd, I'd rather be punched in the face than you tell my father. Yeah, that's what I do. I've yelled at my kids, and I've felt horrible like that they've been crying. You know, but I, you just have to sometimes. You just have to fucking yell or give them that look. Like what are you doing? Like just stop it. There's, there's there's no way to guarantee whether or not your kid's going to grow up to be an asshole or not. There, there really is. And you do, but you do the best you can. You just hope for the best, you know. As long yeah. as you, as long as you can look yourself in the mirror and go, I tried the best I could. Yup. That's all they could expect. Cause, Trying you know, to teach uh, be a good person. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. This, this. Sorry, this um, the strip club thing. Right. Right. So, uh, I, I go in there and, and they keep asking me to come work for them and shit. And I'm just like, nah, I don't know, I don't know. And then I needed the job. So I'm like, all right, I'll do it. This place is pretty pain. I come here all the time. Nothing ever fucking happens, right? I don't know how I didn't see the shit that went on behind the scenes. I mean, I was there all the time. Maybe like five days, four or five days a week drinking and just hang out, watch the sports center. And, you know, maybe, you know, see some So, um... I'm outside, and the door girl called me, and she goes, uh, 
there's there's a fight in the, in the locker room. I was like, what? She goes, yeah, go back there. Like so a stripper fight? In the back room. Like. She goes, no, it's the girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So where does the worst what? job She's like, yeah. What's that? Where does the, this is the worst place to be a bouncer park come in? Because so far it doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I go, okay. So I'm not knowing what to expect. And this is a huge club. I go to the back of the room. I see my fucking general manager and, my, and the other manager in the middle of about 30 girls. They're all fucking naked. Half <laughs> on one side, half on the other, and they're all trying to kill each other. Punch each other in the face, claw, whatever. And they're screaming, his face is red, and I don't know, I, and I, I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, what can you do? I, 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 At this point I in time, you break out your phone and you start recording. You let nature take its it, course. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do, to be honest. I, I never really thrown a female out of a club before, and uh, this was totally new. I'm like, touch them? Do I grab them? Am I yeah. going to get an erection when I do this? I, I, don't, I don't know. So I, I, my manager just looks at me and goes, what the fuck are you waiting for? I'm like, what do you want me to do? And he just yelled at me and goes, can I find you? fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, so there was a pile of about, Ten of them. I lowered my shoulder on a three-point stance, and I just started pushing the hurt of them, like hurting fucking <laughs> sexy kitty out of the fucking out of the fucking locker room. And if you're from the outside looking in, all you see is about yeah, about ten or twelve girls in a pile just stumbled down about three or four stairs all at the same time into the main entrance to the club. <laughs> well, this is going on. Then you got other other groups in there still fighting each other. And then you got like four girls in the middle, still trying to put their makeup on. And they're like, shoved in the shit, you know, trying to like look at them dirty looks because they're trying to get ready for the night. And I'm just like, what kind of shit is this? Wow. Um, that was my, that was like one of my first nights at, 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 the, at the club. And uh, I got, the only time it got bad was when, and the problem with this club was as big as it is, they should have never had just me. I was the only security guard there. There was one dude that was uh, this guy, Joe, good friend of mine now, big black dude. And, you know, he's cool as shit and he can handle his own, but then that's two of us. You had other middle-aged men that I've never seen, seen a gym in their life. And we had, like, you know, Super Tuesdays, uh, $5 lap dances, you know, dollar shots. <laughs> You got two fucking guys to handle all this, and the yeah. kids, yeah. they haven't changed anything. So, you know, you go there, and there's about, you know, I don't know how many gangbangers, how many regular dudes drinking, you know, popping pussies in a fucking, you know, VIP lounge, and doing all sorts of shit. And uh, just in case anything gets out of hand, don't worry, you have these two fucking guys over here to handle all three of you. <laughs> I, I, um, how did they pay? Like uh, being a bouncer, did it pay good, or was it club to club different? It, it, every every club's different. Um, down in New York City, I was running a, a VIP room of um, Sexy at the Roxy, and uh, you know I used to get tipped a lot. I used to do. I used to be you know one of those club promoters. You put your name on a guest list, and people come in, they sign your name, and you get like ten or fifteen bucks because it was like thirty five dollar cover charge back then. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and then some of the clubs down the city hire through an agency. Some people just, you know, whoever the fuck, you know, you look big, you look intimidating, and uh, we'll hire you. Here's like $10 an hour. 
go down to Westchester, and I know you guys know Westchester, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go down to White Plains in Westchester, has to make like 150 dollars a night. Oh wow, it's not bad. It's yeah, not it's, bad. yeah. It just depends where you go. Yeah. Yeah. Are you still a bouncer now, or are you just trying to focus on like the comedy? Oh hell no! Fuck bouncing. I, I do. <laughs> I've blown my knee out twice. I I tore my bicep. I've been in two car accidents in the last three years. Wow. And now I got a broken fucking foot. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> how, many times, uh, how many times did you see the movie Rodeo? What's was that? It, what was it, Rodeo? No, uh, Roadhouse. How many times did you see the movie Roadhouse? <laughs> Roadhouse. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, Go Chris, fucking love that joke. Every yeah. fucking time I see that family guy, I never expected him to fucking know this. Um, I've never seen Roadhouse. I don't. I don't know. I never. Uh, I, I have. It's amazing. You guys have to watch. It's that like movie. literally. It it's like amazing. it was like an hour and a half, two hours of this. This guy just beating up rednecks. <laughs> I've never seen. <laughs> That's it. it. That's like so. So really, lives up to the to the name of Peter Griffin's jokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, it. that's all it is. <laughs> does he say Roadhouse? Like no. every time he does it. No, <laughs> no, he doesn't. But there, there's a really ridiculous scene that. where he like, uh, like. Does he pull the guy's it? throat out and then he goes on his knees and he just screams for like 20 minutes. He's just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. <laughs> it's a, He's it's really... in the parking lot acting like an asshole while the other guy's in the back end blown. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Yeah, that happened too. Nice. Yeah, there was a fight going on outside and uh, some chick was blowing me. Like, <laughs> While you were Raph? on the job, where's Raph? What's that? You were on the job, I guess. Getting oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The light broke out, and I was nowhere to be found. I was getting blown in the back. I know. I know. I know. Where's Raph? Um, but yeah, bouncing. You know, it's it sucks. It, it, it's it's not fun. In fact, uh. I, I actually got fired because I couldn't handle a fight because it, it like it got out of control. Wow. Um, that's a, yeah, it, it was, it was, that's the whole, just from just talking about earlier, there was about like seven or eight people. Guns were involved. Tasers were involved. Uh, I think one guy was on PCP. I had chased him. I don't know how many fucking times. Holy um, it got to the point where I stopped. Get, I stopped tasing him. And I just started hitting him in the forehead with a fucking taser in, in the face. Wow. Um, and then, and then, like a week later, after I left, the, the next guy who came after me got stabbed. Oh wow, shit, man! man. You just How are you supposed to control that shit, though? Yeah, like, like exactly. if they have weapons, like, like, the fuck are you supposed to do? Like, well, I, I learned I learned something new in in, in South Texas. Um, They're like. Uh, there was a club across the street when I bounced at this place called Whiskey River. And there was a club called Toxic. And they're like, don't bounce over there. If you do, bring magazines. And I'm like, Mag- magazines? Why? He goes, to line your stomach with them. So if somebody tries to to, uh, wow. to stab you or poke you or whatever, they're, they're going to hit the magazines. It's the, the only thing you can protect yourself with is that club. Oh, wow. Real? And people were getting fucking stabbed there all the time. Wow. Holy I can't believe they actually dude. expect you to like get involved with something like that. You think there's yeah. guns and weapons? They should tell you like, yeah, just just let it go, let it just go, call the cops. or yeah. call the cops and mm. they'll handle it when they get here. But that's crazy they that they're they like, no, nah, you like, didn't do anything. You're I mean, fired. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure they have found ways to like get get a pass, but they didn't like search them before they came into the club. Or yeah, right. I mean, I'm sure this way they, they got they, they got past all that, but 
the only <laughs> the most we did for not it wasn't even searching. We would uh just say you can't wear certain colors, you know. Come oh yeah, you can't, you can't wear all white. You can't wear or, certain colors. You can't wear like like the like on the hat. You can't have the stickers and that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. In, in fact, there was one guy who came in. Uh, he was in a gang, and uh, I'll tell you what it was in a minute. Just because it ended up being kind of stupid on my part, because I wasn't from Texas, so I didn't fucking know. <laughs> and uh, his name was Tiny, and he's this big Mexican dude. And he goes, "I'm TS." And I'm like, "TS? What's that?" He goes, "You don't know what TS is?" I'm like, I don't know, Terror Squad? <laughs> he, at me and he was like, no, dude, Texas Syndicate. I thought transsexual. Like, oh. <laughs> What's that? I thought transsexual. <laughs> What's up, man? I'm I, I, would, I wouldn't I know. The biggest dude as I am, I don't have the, I, I don't have the ability to, to, to maybe stab or kill somebody. This guy did. Wow. Oh, yeah, so I wasn't. Yeah, no, he was a cool dude. Uh, there was one. There was only one time we had an incident with him in the club, and I didn't know what to do, and I was trying to break him up, and I gave him this look like I was about to do something to him, and he was like, and he knew me really well. He was like, "Don't even think about it, dude. Don't even think about it." And I knew this guy would have had a, something on him, so he was like, "Don't even think about putting your hands on me." And he was right because he would have stabbed me, or I would have yeah. went to the hospital or died. He would not have given a shit. Wow. Um, so, believe it or not, I actually did go to college despite all this. I managed to pull that out of my ass. What'd you go for, dude? I went to school with the hopes and dreams of being successful and then coming to realize that I'm more money when I was 18 fucking years old than I do at 32. Yup, that's what I'm saying, bro. Shit. Sure. I went there for, I don't even know what the fuck. I was a kinesiology major, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do sports medicine and all this and that and the program kind of sucked. <laughs> so I took a year off and I, and I got a degree in speech communication, public relations. And uh, it was actually when I switched that we had a, a class assignment where we had, you know, a group presentation where we had to put on like these skits. And that was the first time that I really knew that I wanted to start doing stand-up was cool. when I had to dress up as a female bodybuilder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'm doing this in front of a class of like 70 kids and like feeling like it, I, I didn't even care because I got two girls numbers from, from this thing. Nice. Funny. That's and, awesome. Uh, <laughs> so my name is Helga, the bodybuilder. <laughs> and I time and I improv and, and it was great. And I was like, I'm like doing this. So when I started uh, with the band and I took the year off from school, um, we had our breaks in between, and I'm just like, you guys take the breaks. But instead of the breaks and going out because I don't smoke, they would let me do stand-up. And so I'd start riffing on some stupid shit and uh, grab a car and uh, start just doing some covers of Stephen Lynch songs. And uh, I was like, man, I kind of like this. So um, I started reaching out to, to guys like uh, Mike Machete. Mm, uh, nice. I actually got a call from sometime this week. He's and cool. uh, Dan Soder. Mm, I, uh, I like Dan. Dan's cool. Yeah, Dan's really cool. And you know what's cool? People in the in the in the comic world are so much cooler than people in the music industry. Yeah. Because if you take somebody at whatever Dan Soder's level comedy is, and you find the equivalent of him in the music world, the people in the music world are not going to fucking talk to you. Yeah. I've had more people just 
communicate back and forth to me, whether it's on the phone, Skype, Facebook emails, whatever, than I've ever done in music. Music, yeah, nobody does a same. fuck you up. Yeah. Shit, Ralph, we gotta, uh, we gotta wrap this up, dude. Yeah, no problem. I'm sorry, brother. We got another guy calling in a few minutes, but, um, is there anything you want to plug? Yeah, where can people find you? Uh, let's see. I have Twitter. What is my Twitter? That's great. <laughs> yeah, right? I not big Twitter. on the whole social media thing. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really up to date with this shit. Um, they can look you up sure. in the yellow pages, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> No way, white pages. white pages. Somewhere, uh, you know, you you could like find my social security number, maybe online, <laughs> find all my personal information. Uh, Raphael underscore Mastro. Yeah, I thought it would be cool to do underscore. Uh, um, yeah, that's that's my Twitter. Um, cool. Yeah, I'll do your show again whenever you guys want me to because I, I, I like you guys. Um, you guys are really fucking cool. You too, and, brother. Uh, what else? What else do I got to say? Once I start doing more, you know, I'm doing the improv around in Connecticut, uh, stuff like that, uh, you know, I'll put some of that when it comes to it. Cool, dude. Definitely. Cool. Looking forward to it, man. All right, All right take care, yeah. man. Thanks, man. All right. Well, no problem, guys. Later. Have a good one, bro. You too. All right, awesome. take like a two-minute break, I guess. Or yeah, we can't, or we can't even really. Maybe Ralph, uh, Ralph, Ralph Raphael, Raphael underscore uh, Mastro. So it would be Raphael. So it would be Raph is what we call him. Raphael, Raphael, like, like the turtle. Yeah, that's and what I think it was. Underscore was Mastro. Yeah, yep. cool. He's a cool dude. Cool um, he's fucking awesome. I guess we're gonna take like a quick minute break because I gotta pee. I gotta uh, I'll keep the thing on. The yeah. sho shock jocks, shock Rob and Slim, will be back. That was great. <laughs> I'm sorry I interrupted it, but I just couldn't. Oh. I caught it. I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, I got it." And because Raph had been listening to that, so I was like, "He yeah, can yeah, join in on this." But I figured I'll leave everything on. All right, guys. Calls, we'll calls. be back. You guys ready? All right. Yeah. Rob and Slim show back. We have a. Uh, Brandon Ford Green on the phone with us, and he's uh, promoting his upcoming movie, uh, Good Grief, which I believe you can uh, help him raise money for it on Indiegogo. That's right, Brandon. That is correct. Thanks hey, for Brandon. having me, guys. Thank you for talking to us, man. I was looking at your credentials. You've done a lot of acting throughout the years. You've been in some popular shows. I saw you played a character in Monk and uh, a couple yeah, of other list. things. Uh, Prison yeah. Break. Uh, the whole is a 20-odd like shows, it looked like, and a couple movies. You were in yeah. a Prison Break? Not a bad resume. I think it was Prison no, Break. No, 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 no. Something with Prison. <laughs> I didn't ever do Prison Break. Uh, <laughs> you said yeah, Prison Break. Monk. I was going to say, I Monk. Yeah. Could have sworn it was something. Prison something. No, what's a current? Uh, cur oh. I don't know. I can't think of anything I did in a prison. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Are there things that you don't even remember that you did? Like you'll go back and somebody would say like, oh, I remember I saw you in this. And you're like, I, I don't remember doing that. I got to tell you, your IMDb is impressive. It's a long list. Yeah, man. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. I, uh, I've been at it for, for a little bit, <laughs> trying to, you know, hustle out here in LA. Yeah, man. Now, uh, the, the current project Criminal is Minds. Grief, Sorry, right? that's what I was thinking of, Criminal Minds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that, Criminal Minds. That's right. Cool. We're seeing Rob. Oh, sorry. Hello? So, um, the new the movie's called uh, Good Grief, right? Can you uh, give us just a yeah, little? Yeah, uh... it's called Good Grief. Um, 
It's uh, it's it's based on a, a comic. I'm sure you can probably figure out which one it is. Oh, my Charlie <laughs> I should say it's more. It's more inspired by a comic than really based on because it's it's. I really did my own thing with uh, with the idea. Um, but it's about uh, eight friends who go back to their hometown in the Midwest to go to the funeral of one of their best friends who was the one person that they all kind of kept in contact with. Oh, okay. It's, cool. It's sort, of, it's, it's sort of in the, you know, big chill type of direction, if you remember that movie. Yeah, was it tough dealing with so many characters? Because, like, I watched the trailers and stuff, and you do, like you said, there's eight characters, and it does look like that you give everybody enough amount of time to develop their characters. So was that tough to do? Because uh, a lot of times you see, like, you know, just one character focused in a lot of movies. Yeah, you know, I, I'd never I'd never written uh, a script before. I'd written, like, little scenes, but I'd never written a full-length script. So I, um, I, I don't... I'm in, actually trying to write a script right now about just two people, so it's a little more difficult than writing snippets of, of stories about eight different people. Um, but, yeah, at, at times it was very difficult trying to keep track of where everybody was and if it made sense that they showed up in some place at a certain time and if they had talked to another character yet and if it, you know, just trying to keep everybody, keep track of everybody. Right, right. Yeah, I like that you said that one character is like the friend who was really talented but never went anywhere. I just thought that was like awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a guy in the in the in the film. This character's name is Ricky. Uh, it's played by an uh, actor named Eric Michael Cole. He was in uh, uh, what was he? In? He's in White Squall and he was in Gia. He's a great actor. Um, he uh, he's a. a a uh, jazz musician. He was a pianist, jazz pianist, and he um, he's a bit of a he likes the he likes the sauce a little bit, and it's gotten to him <laughs> in a bit of trouble. So, yeah, that's cool. Were you uh, at any time were you influenced by the actual peanuts, like the actual comics peanuts or characters? The characters, more say. Were you influenced by them at all, or? Um, I, you know, I, I grew up, you know, watching the Christmas specials uh, and who, the I mean, Daddy Mom cartoons and reading the comic strips. Um, yeah. but, uh, honestly, it originally started out as a, um, I was in a sketch comedy group and I had written this sketch, um, and it was way too long. I was like 15 minutes long and everyone's <laughs> just like, you can't have a 15 minute long sketch, six minutes tops. <laughs> So someone said, you should write a stage play. And I'm like, all right. So I started writing the stage play, um, and, it, I, you know, it's, it's really bad. <laughs> it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like 40 pages of, of, of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 started out, it started out okay, but it's a little mm. surfacy, and I wanted to get, you know, deeper into it, and I never, I never really knew how to go about it. So, you know, one day I'm... I think I was driving back from Thanksgiving at my parents' house or my mom's house, and all of a sudden I had this eureka moment and figured out how I was going to go about it. And I just, I just get, because I know a lot of actors, so I grabbed a bunch of actors, uh, friends of mine, um, and asked them if they would help me workshop the film. And they were all for it. And, you know, we got together and we improvised a bunch of situations. And from those improvisations, I just started 
you know, writing the script. And a few months later, I had a full-length script. It was, I don't know, 127 pages, and I ended up boiling it down to uh, 110 after all was said and done. Uh, it took me, like, five years to write. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. Yeah, and how long have you been, like, filming for? Uh, we started filming in early June. We All, all throughout June, we shot. Um, we're pretty much we're done with most of the film. Uh, we only have, we probably have two more days worth of shooting to do. Wow. So it's yeah. going along. That's cool. How, um, um, if you had to say, though, I'm, I'm a big fan of Peanuts. I have, I've loved the Peanuts comics. Charlie it's Brown. A big I mean, boner for Charlie Brown. <laughs> no, I just, I like it. I like the, it's just, it always, re, like, I, oh, I love Snoopy. Snoopy is probably my favorite character. I love Pigpen. I mean, it yeah, just, it just, Big Ben's amazing. They just speak out to me, you know, and I've always, you know, like he said, I grew up watching it. So, do you have a a Peanuts character that's your favorite, or? Uh, well, Franklin. Franklin. <laughs> yeah. Franklin Franklin's rules. my favorite. Oh, that's what I um, wanted. Oh, go on, sorry. No, no, I was, I was done. <laughs> oh, okay, I wanted to say, uh, did you base any of like? I know you said you based it on like the peanuts and stuff, but did you also incorporate anything about like your childhood into it as well? Uh, it's mostly it's inspired by those characters, but it's it's mostly about people that I know. Cool. Um, or or your fragments of people that I know. Like, there's a character named Pepper, and she's a combination of a couple different people. There's a character named Cindy, and she's a combination of a couple different people. There's a character named uh, Penn, and he's a combination of a few people that I know. So, yeah, it was a mixture of all that. That's awesome. I was also curious, because uh, I was watching uh, like your Indiegogo campaign, and you were talking about what you need money for, and at one point you mentioned that you need money to, to mm. get it into film festivals, and I never knew that you have to pay to get your movie into a film festival. Oh, uh, yeah. Getting into a film festival is like applying to college. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can pay anywhere between, you know, depending on the festival and depending on the length of your film, you can pay anywhere between... Oh, $15 to sometimes even up to like $120, depending on when you submit and what the level of the festival is. Like, I think the late, if you're on a late, you're a late submission to Sundance, I think it's about 100 bucks, 110 bucks, something like wow. that. Wow. Yeah. You got to submit to a lot of festivals. Though. Sundance, Cannes are the two big ones, and then there's all kinds of small ones all over. Yeah, there's Sundance, That's there's Cannes, there's Telluride, there's um, Tribeca. There's uh, South by Southwest, so yeah. There's a, there's a. Get his credit a card out. <laughs> I should get my credit it's, card out. For it's expensive, man. I I, <laughs> I couldn't. I had a short film that I submitted to a bunch of festivals last year, and I paid. God, I don't know. Probably up to like almost six hundred bucks, wow. and I, I only submitted to about twenty festivals. Wow. And then and the and, it, and the thing is, like they they get they get so many submissions a year. That they can, and the, and the submissions go up every year, of course, now because you know anyone can grab a camera and make a movie. The process so. is easier now, yep. I remember Kevin so, Smith yeah. talking about that back in the day, how it cost him a lot of money for clerks. So, do they play it, or is there a chance that they'll like you pay the money and That's they're just like, wondering. oh, I'm not even gonna, they don't even play it? Yeah, you, you pay the money and they're like, thanks for submitting, but we oh. decided to go in, in another direction for our festival that this year. It's a dickish move. Yeah. <laughs> like up. I said, it's like going to college. You, you know, you, you apply to, you know, wow. NYU and 
They're like, thanks for the money for looking through your application, but we're going with these these other three guys. Wow. So. Yeah, and to be fair, they probably got a lot of submissions. You know, it's like the honey badger. Thanks oh, for yeah. the treats. They make tons of money off of submissions alone. Yeah. Wow. Is there, uh, does it also worry to like with the film festival thing? You submit a film and it does get accepted, and they they throw it up. But then the movie they show right after yours is ten times better, and everybody just like forgets about yours. Is that ever is that ever like a concern or not really? Uh, it's not a concern of mine. I've never I've never gotten that far. So <laughs> I think just getting the uh, getting the film out there is is going to be positive. Yeah, you know, if, uh, you're up if you're up, up alongside some great movies, you know, even better. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's like if I I, I would only think it would benefit the film if absolutely if I'm if I'm sandwiched in between. You know, if 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 Good Grief was sandwiched in between like the next two Oscar nominees for 2016 mm -hmm. or 17, the next Little Miss Sunshine, or something along those lines. So. Yeah, I definitely agree. Have you uh, have you thought about uh, distribution um, once the once the movie's released? Are yeah, you we're actually on? in talks with a couple distribution companies right now. Nothing concrete course, has yeah. happened. But we're in negotiations with one, and we're having meetings with another one in a couple of weeks. So, and it, it's 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 looking good. Nothing, but I can't really say. Yeah, that, of course, there's yeah, a certain amount of we've uh, distribution at this point. Of course, so. yep. But we have we have people that are interested. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think the field's really interesting now with uh, the increased amount of online distribution platforms. Again, something you maybe can't comment on, but uh, obviously Netflix started the whole model. Um, and now Amazon, Hulu, Crackle, Vudu, there's probably a dozen or more digital platforms that are certainly looking for exclusive content. And uh, that's a, an avenue that I think film creators can take, of course. Um, yeah, that is something that we, uh, we have in mind that we're considering. Uh, we want to see if we, w we can go the, um, the traditional route yeah. first. Um, like a then, limited theater release, that kind of thing, I think will be very cool. Yeah, we're looking for, uh, we're looking for, I mean, you know, because I'm a first-time filmmaker, so, you know, no, I, I can't have, I'm not expecting to be in 500 theaters nationwide. Yeah, it's just so, a you fact know, of the we're, industry. We're shooting, we're shooting for somewhere between 2 and 10, you know, so. Mm. There's been actually uh, quite a few high-profile movie releases that just make a limited theater run, and then, you know, they uh, do very well from there. What was That's the true. the last one? It was uh, granted they had Edward Norton in it, so that helps. I don't. I'm not sure which one you're talking uh, about. What the hell is the movie called? Edward Norton. Edward Norton played in it, and it's uh, about. He said a, something. Goodman, did you say? Oh, uh, Birdman. Uh, Birdman. 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 Okay. Yep. Obviously, having Edward Norton in your movie helps, but uh, a limited <laughs> right. select, a limited theater run can still make a big splash. So. That's it's true. I, I read an article with uh, Kevin Smith. He's a huge. I'm a huge fan of his. Um, oh yeah, me too. I'm right? looking at a clerk's poster on my wall right now. Oh, that's awesome! Cool. Um, he was a huge influence on my writing. But I heard a uh, uh, sorry, an um, interview with Kevin Smith not too long ago, where he said he wished. I think they Tusk was released in over 400 theaters, and he wished that they Tusk's had nice. brought it back. They had, they had less theaters to to release in. Interesting. Even if it would have done better. Did you uh did you enjoy like Clerks one or Clerks two more? Oh, um, come on, Clerks one. I of think it's not, it's not close. It's not <laughs> really close at all. Very different. But um, you know, but I gotta say, I'll be honest with you. Uh, Clerks two was my favorite Kevin Smith film at that point since Chasing Amy. 
Yeah, it wasn't a bad movie by any means. No, no, it wasn't a bad movie, but I, I, you know, I think my favorite Kevin Smith movies are Clerks, Chasing Amy, and Red State. Red State's. I was actually just about to bring that up because I, 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 I think a Red lot State of people didn't Smith. like that. Yeah, it was his like attempt at like a horror film, and I thought it was amazing. Did you uh, Did you care for Dogma? I like love it? Dogma. You know, I like the script of Dogma. The I think the execution. I don't know. There's. It feels like there's there's something missing from Dogma. I've never really been able to put my finger on it, but you know, I. I love the Ben Affleck and Matt Damon duo. <laughs> even Kevin's worst work, I I still love it. So. Did you yeah. ever hear of that one he did? It was called Vulgar. You know, he didn't direct that. He produced that. Um, I think one of the guys from Comic Book Men directed that movie. I think. I think I, one of the the guy that plays Steve Dave. Yeah, I think it was. I think you're right. I think it was like one of his, yeah. his good friends. I think he directed it, and it has Brian O'Halloran from from Clerks in it. I haven't seen it, but like I've heard things about it, and I heard it's just awful. Like it's really just <laughs> bad. It's really dark. Yeah, it's not. It's not the best film ever, but you know, it's <laughs> it's it's definitely entertaining. Mm-hmm. I, I you know I had fun. I'm a big Mallrats fan myself. Mallrats, Mallrats is good. good. Oh man, when Mall- I remember when I first saw Mallrats, I'm like, what the hell is yep. this shit? <laughs> it's the worst movie. And the second time I saw it, I'm like. Yeah, it's not bad. And then I saw it in college, and I was stoned off my ass. I'm like, this movie's awesome. <laughs> was uh, was Clerks like the first Kevin Smith film that you saw? Yeah, I was. I was actually working uh, at Blockbuster Video at the time. If you remember that place, yeah. Um, Once upon a time, and I, I rented it on VHS. <laughs> and I'm dating myself right now, but I ran it on VHS, and I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I couldn't believe anyone had gotten away with making a movie <laughs> like that. Oh, yeah, it's great. Uh, to get maybe get back to uh, Good Grief a little bit, your uh, Indiegogo describes it as a dark comedy. Um, you say it falls more on the comedy side, more on the drama side. Uh, if you could maybe... Um, I, would say it's, uh, I would say it's a uh, comedic drama. Okay, sure. Sounds so, uh, about right. Yeah, it's uh, it probably leans a little more on the on the drama side, but the comedy comes out of the real the the reality of the situation. Like, there's definitely lots of lots of jokes in the film. But um, for some reason, whenever yeah. I, I I've been doing a little reading on the film, and I keep uh, I keep uh, getting kind of flashbacks of uh, um, what's the movie Garden State? Zach Braff's uh. R- oh, yeah. star by, starring. That's a great film. Uh, it just it seemed to almost evoke that kind of <laughs> like uh, it's a drama, but it's a comedy, and it's just very personal <laughs> and very uh, there's a lot of human element in it, and that's kind of what I get from reading about Good Grief. Shock, Obviously, shock, I haven't seen any of it. You know, I never really thought <laughs> of it that way, but yeah, I, I I would say you're correct. That is, that's it's very much in the the vein of Garden State, and if you're talking about tone. Yeah, which is, is a great film. I mean, I don't know if anyone else at the table seen it, but uh, I'm a big no. fan. <laughs> Not seen it. Brandon, did you? Yeah, uh, sure. Are you still going to be like acting a lot in f- uh, different movies, or have you just decided that now you're going to be a director and writer and stuff like that? Well, actually, the reason why I wrote Good Grief in the first place was to give myself uh, uh, work to act. I'm actually in the film. I was going to say that. Yeah, you do have a, a role. You play. Is, it, is your name just Brandon in the movie? Uh, uh, no, his name is Benjamin. Benjamin, right. Yes, of course. Yeah. 
so uh yeah i'm i'm in the film which was which was a lot of a lot of fun trying to act and direct and do rewrites all at the same time oh yeah full-time job it was funny because when i when i was like oh you know i can direct this film i can be in this film and act and i'm only doing an eighth of the acting work so how hard could it be no it would have been so much easier if it was me and one other person uh, so uh benjamin is uh one of the eight core friends in the, sh in the movie then is that right sure is okay i i had imagined it as more of like a uh a woody allen cameo kind of deal but you're actually uh you're in there like acting for a significant yeah. part of the movie yeah i'm cool. one of the, i'm one of the main eight cool Yeah, we've got a we got a really good cast too. We have um, uh, Jordan Ladd from Cabin Fever, okay. and uh, what else? She and Grace, and she's Ooh, in Grace, Death yes. Proof. Grace was we really good. Rachel True, who's in uh, uh, Half Baked and The Craft, and okay. Jeffrey Johnson. You might recognize his voice. He's the voice of all the T-Mobile commercials. <laughs> right. Cool. Um, and we got a guy named Don Jeans. We call we call him Don the Legend Jeans. <laughs> he uh, he's in he's in those uh, Super Bowl commercials with the Clydesdales and the puppies. Those uh, Budweiser commercials. Mm. All right, Brandon. We actually uh, it's getting late. We gotta wrap this up. Um, so the movie's Good Grief. Uh, you can uh, fund it on uh, Indiegogo and uh, what other, yeah. you go ahead and get all your yeah. plugs out. Everybody can find the Indiegogo campaign uh, on Indiegogo. Just look up Good Grief. It's a feature film. Um, we've got some, if, I mean, if you're a comic book fan, we're putting up comic books on there as perks. We've got, you know, T-shirts and keychains and opportunities to be on set and stuff like that. Um, oh, yeah, I'm looking at some of the Kickstarter awards here. Are the, the Indiegogo supporter awards are pretty cool. We've got some signed comics. Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm a huge comic guy, so I, you know, I've been going to Comic-Con for the last eight years, and I have a bunch of signed number one issued comics that, you know, are super rare, and that have been in my collection for a while, and I'm ready to part ways with them in order to get this movie made, so. That's cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, man. Um, it was great talking to you. You take care, all right? Thanks so much. Uh, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk about the film. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Out, uh, good grief coming out uh, fe February 2015. You did him. Take care, Brandon. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> <Did> you... <laughs> I muted Dylan at the end. I'm sorry, dude. It's just... You gotta like, sign yeah. off, man. You gotta do like a. You didn't sign say off. Like, when the movie you, comes out. you took over there a little bit, buddy. You didn't say anything about when the movie came out. You're, you're talking about like Clark's Kevin Smith movies. You need to talk about the, the guy's project, man. All right, uh, guys. Uh, Shock Jocks, Rob and Slim are gonna be back next week with a shocky show of shockness. And uh, yeah, check us out on <laughs> Shocker. Check us out on YouTube, the uh, the Twitter, the we're live you stream, and uh, see you guys.